What's up, fam? Welcome to the Flow State Outdoors podcast. And I just can't live without you. That's nice. What do you mean? This fucking two sheilas in the boat. Listen to me. Every time. <laughs> On a carp trip, however long you go, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my carp, man? In the river. In the river. Oh, the, near the bloke that shot at us. <laughs> he ruined our day. Him and the quad bike guy. <laughs> There's no signage though. I don't know what well, happened. We were talking about that today. Yeah. Like we heard the quad bike roll up, and then we never heard it leave or saw it leave. And old mate starts firing random shots, and we're like, <laughs> "Are we going to die? Do we yeah. leave?" And there's yep. a huge carp there waiting for you to cast it. Yeah, there was, and we were we were hot, we were hid down in the, under that embankment, <laughs> like we like nearly killed ourselves getting down there. It was that hectic. Literally hiding under a herd of cattle, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bottom, yeah, the bottom yeah. of a hill, and still didn't get a carp. But no. that's I the hooked, thing; it didn't leave. I don't know where. I don't know what happened. Well, that's what I mean. The quad bike was like right above us. Yeah, and we walked out the same way we came in, and yeah, didn't hear it. Nothing. No, it was weird. But there was good pies at the it. bakery. There was good pies at the bakery. Yeah. I hooked three fish that that trip, and I went back there so many times. Shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> and now I've got like a vendetta. I, yeah. I, I want a carp over a permit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not joking. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Fresh I'm water serious. Fresh Yeah. Something about them though. I think, Car- like the carp. They're cool. Sight casting them anyway. Yeah. Anything you sight yeah. cast, man, is cool. In yeah. that in that clear like water tight streams. Yeah. It's like it's literally. Cool. Where we were chasing them was like a trout stream. Yeah, mm. that's much. where fly fishing started for me, really. Like with carp, it was like that was when I realized like what actual fly fishing is like, chase, like seeing the fish and chasing the fish. Carp. Yeah, right. So yeah. you started on carp. Yeah, actually, like sight casting fish. Carp was the first. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that was the first we fish did, I ever sight yeah. cast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like brim. I managed to somehow catch a ninety-six centimeter barrow in Kinchin. Kissed on the, the dick. Edges. Yeah. On fly? <laughs> on fly. It was, I'd, I'd started fly Holy. fishing that year. I, Fucking hell. I caught some brim and then I caught a 96 centimetre barra. I still remember getting the photo of you like all of 12 years old sitting on the front of Freedom Sport in Kinchin. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it happened. It was yeah. the biggest fluke on like a- It was wild. A size two pink thing. Six <laughs> centimetre barra. <laughs> That's a, a bit GL. backwards, but yeah. No, like actual like sight casting fish. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, I'm a massive fan of them. Hey, holy, that's loud. Um, I'm a massive fan of them. Just, they they go hard too. Like, Yeah, yeah, you get good yeah. ones. I've caught, them. I've never caught them on, I've hooked them on fly, I've never caught them, but I've caught them on conventional, like growing up. And some of the big, like, it's like six, eight pound carp you get, um, go ham on like little three and 4,000 reels. Yeah, they mm. rip. Yeah. They do. I mean, there's a lot of body weight behind them. They're, they're thick fish. Yeah. Mm. There's a massive, um, they do it in the States heaps, hey, like fly cast for them as well. Yeah. It's like a oh, cult following. Did you see the video I sent you on the Instagram the yeah. other day? Yeah, yeah. Dude. What is it? Have a look at this thing. This carp, man. The thing's like, it's enormous. Like when you actually get it in view of the boat as well, like it's huge and they're catching them on fly. Yeah. But yeah, that was where I'd, there you go, play that one. Yeah. What'd you, um, tell us about the dam. Is that where you started catching carp? No, the first carp I ever caught like on fly was like Western Queensland, Gundawindi. Yeah. Check this thing. That's um, wild. And we were like family friends or my partner's family friend's property. We were there and they've just got a dam 
Yeah, it's huge, eh? Holy fuck. Yeah. It's ma- was- it's like they're in like a little – I'll try and explain it. He's on like a fucking Timmy Turtle – Yeah, like um, – Raft. Raft. Yeah. Yeah, tiny. And the carp's like half the length of it. Yeah. The thing's massive. That'll be 1,200 long. It's Holy. huge. Holy. 1,200 long and like 700 wide, yeah, man. man. <laughs> and he's got like a little like five weight, six yeah. weight. It's like mega chode carp, but it's, it's enormous man. as well. Man. That's fucked up. Yeah, why? Cool shit. Sims fishing. They do some good stuff, eh? They yeah. got some good content coming out, like just eats and bits and pieces. Yeah, just mm. cool stuff. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, first carp I ever caught was like, and that was my introduction to fly fishing. It was like, it was probably not a conventional like sight cast because it was dirty water, but the thing was tailing. And it was just yeah. like, it was a decent sized carp. It was probably like 70 centimetres long. And it was just like in dirty water in reeds and you just kept seeing Poppy's tail up and I just kept putting casting and after casting like slowly drawing a flyback until it came tight and then hit it and that was it like yeah right like, oh, that thing's pretty cool it didn't really do a whole lot but when I got on the bank it was large did you deliberately go there to try and catch them on fly I had a fly with me because I was like I'd heard about carp on fly and that sort of stuff but um, like my father-in-law was just like bait fishing catching little, like little ones and I was like oh, I'm going to go for a walk around this lake and see what's going on and yeah. yeah that thing kept poking its tail up so I just kept casting it and Caught it, and then it ended up in the it. bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing you do with them is fucking horse. Yeah, just, just hold it straight the into the big bush. Yeet into the bush. <laughs> yeah, they get big out of that dam too. The the long ones. Mm. Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah, massive. We, like we've straightened hooks on those things. Like you're fishing like little like their trout stuff, but yeah. still like had hooks come back and like not looked at them, thinking like oh it's only carp, it's not going to strain it. Cast to another fish, it eats it, and you can't hook it. And you're like what's going on? Yeah, you come back and your hook straight. And you're like. What are you throwing? Like, um, obviously, I know a few patterns, but like, is it mostly? Do they care? Do you think? Like, I don't think those fish in the dam really care. Like, no. if you put it in front of them, they'd like they just throwing like a scavenger and shit like that. Like crustacean patterns, worm patterns. I mainly throw worms, like yeah, worm stuff. But I got a mate that does it like a fair bit, and he'll throw like yabby flies and stuff. Yeah, right. So, or did you give me one of them? Yeah, Josh, you did. Yeah, you did. Dig through yeah. the back of the car range to find one, and that was the one they got eaten before we got shot at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. I mean, I had so many shots. I was I was casting well too. That's I the worst believe, part. I can't believe the difference oh. between the dam and the the dam and the creek fish, though. Mm. It's like chalk and cheese between mm. how like how smart fish and are, switched yeah. on. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Oh, dead set had one on, and um, busted halfway up the leader. Yeah, um, when you trout struck it with me, gave it the big old. No, 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 not that one. That one nearly came out of the water. When you were, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I saw water. I saw water struck it. I was chasing tuskies. <laughs> I fucking oosed it. Um, Poor carp. Yeah, no, I full like. Did I did I try trout strike or a strip set it? I don't know. I hit it hard anyway. You hit it hard. <laughs> I think it was a bit of both. I hit it hard. Um, nah, I was. I went there. Oh, you weren't there. Right. It was at the same spot. Yeah. And I went like the next day and um, I had like four or five casts under that tree. One come out and folded it, ate, hooked it, had it on. I was like a million tears. I was so happy because I chased them for like four <laughs> days. And um, yeah, and then end up just user error, like just not checking my line. I must have had a scuff on it from a rock or something. And yeah, um, lost it. God, I was fucking yeah. devastated, eh? And it was, it, I, oh, was it the Happy Flow or did I give it back to you? I can't remember. No, I think I've got the. It might have been your. It was either your favourite fly or that yabby fly, and I can't remember. It yeah. wasn't the yabby. I think I've got that. It's mind. gone now anyway. So I was. Yeah. Thank <laughs> got him now. Yeah, too bad. That's where they're supposed to be. But yeah, but now nah, Hinchinbrook soon. Yeah. At least it's not blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least it's only blowing twenty five. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be right. Yeah. yeah. How, what year is this you fished the comp? This is the second year we fished it. Yeah. Yeah. But we missed, so we did 2020. We missed last year. Yeah. Yeah, right. Our take two at it. Take two. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's had, um, run me through, run me through <laughs> oh. the first year. First year we fished for like, what, mm. seven days? Leading up to the comp. Yeah. 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 We we did yeah we went south we we just wanted to fish really yeah. we just wanted to fly fish so we weren't the thing is with this comp is like there's a lot of really really good fly fishing yeah. in it and we're mostly in it for a bit of fun you yeah. know if we dudes that know the area like, yeah the like guns up there proper wire. yeah so we, were, we we traveled all down the coast trying to find fish but man it was just so windy we couldn't <laughs> could not like couldn't catch a break. No. We tried t- chasing tuskies and those things drove us mental for about four days. We just, that, oh, down south. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. a pretty big learning experience. Oh, yeah. It was the first time either of us had like had a crack at tuskies and we yeah. found them, but yeah. just spooky as, man. Yeah. Like, just you come tough. forward a bit for me, Russ. Yeah, yeah. Please. Just tough. Um, like found them, but yeah, no good on the, the actual fishing. Yeah. yeah. They're the assholes, man. Yeah, they were rough. They're so good, but they're probably my favourite getting off track but they're probably my favourite saltwater flat species I reckon they're high on the list for sure yeah, yeah they're definitely. so good I, re- I really want one yeah, yeah. it'd be cool yeah but we, sorry. D- we did that for like what seven days yeah we probably yeah, fished well, for we, a week before we did, the comp we did a week I think we did four days yeah we did a bit of flat stuff we, we caught some goldies and stuff like that yeah had a go at tuskies but no good mucked around and caught like some just trout on clouds and that sort of stuff, just like little stuff bouncing around islands because we were just yeah. a little bit beaten and just needed to actually yeah. cook a fish. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to Hinchy, we fished for a day. Yeah. Or we threw line into the wind for the day. Yeah. And then morning of the comp, we put the boat in the water and we had no forward drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could reverse, we couldn't go forward. Yeah, yeah. Proper lost. We had no – well, that's the thing. We'd fished for the – Eight days leading up to it, not a problem. And then literally backed it off the trailer and went to turn. Good PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what what was sorry, continue? Yeah, and just had no for, for forward drive. So pulled it out of the water going like, fuck, that's it, that's the comp. Like at least we came. <laughs> yeah. We'd had a play around because we were like, surely if it's not forward, like something's just slipped, like we've got something that's slipped, yeah. like just under we the cow, like, like the throttle tension was off or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or maybe. something just like we just had something slip under there and it was going to be as easy as putting a rod back in yep. and away we go. But yep. the cow came off and we could change everything under the cow, but there was just – we, we had no go. Yeah, couldn't work it out. Anyway, dropped it into the um, the little boat shop at Lucinda and um, left it with them and we just sort of drove off sad <laughs> wondering what the hell we're gonna do for the rest of the day just poke around Ingham yeah. wondering what we'd done yeah <laughs> go to the and deli then, yeah. yeah just like stroll around buy some cheese and pasta and all <laughs> yeah. yeah we had no idea anyway like 45 minutes later the like mechanic calls us back and he's like you guys are gonna wanna come see this and we're like oh no oh, time to go roll home. back in he's like you you boys love wrecking stuff eh? <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean we haven't done anything wrong and um yeah, dog clutch. Somehow we'd broken the dog clutch. And the guy's like, this doesn't break. Yeah, apparently an unbreakable part. He said, these don't break. What have you done? We yeah, they should <laughs> be didn't under, do anything. Yeah, they should be under zero strain. All mm. it does is knock it into forward and backwards. Like, You're a heavy-handed kind of guy, eh? This Mate. one was in three pieces. It yeah. was proper fucked. That's wild, eh? Yeah. Yeah. 
So somehow we drove down to Townsville in the hope that the mechanics down there would have a park. Yeah, the wreckers. Found, managed to find the park, drove it back up to Lucinda, got it fixed, got it fitted, got back on the water. By this time, we couldn't get into out of Fisher's Creek because the tide was way too low. And um, it was blowing an absolute gale through <laughs> Lucinda Channel, so... We ended up launching from Dungeness and literally just stayed in Dungeness because we were trapped. We had nowhere to go. Still managed. We managed to get one little barrel. Did up. you fish out on the the same day? Did you launch the same day? Yeah. you Fucked up. Yeah. So you it, went. So we. Yeah, bro. It right. was a mission. So it. You launched for the comp. It fucked out. Yeah. You took it to Lucinda. Old mate. We, we took it to Ingham. Yeah. Ingham. Sorry. Yeah. Which is for people's reference, it's like what half an hour? Not Something even that. Like that. 20 minutes. It was yeah. a long it was a long half an hour. <laughs> and we were like, this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> ran it back, ran it back to England, which is another which is a small cane farm in town, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is like maybe an hour and a half from Townsville. Hour, say yeah. say an hour, give or take. Just some legends at the boat shop. Like yeah. the dudes, yeah. like the dudes hooked us up for sure. Tracking or whatever spare it was part. called. Yeah. And yeah. then you had to run down back to Townsville, to grab it, apart. come back, take it to the boat shop. The boat dude fitted it, scrambled back to Lucinda, yeah. launched. At the only ramp that we had tied. At to what time did you launch? So say oh, you say shit. say you found out it yeah, fucked it was, out at what what time? Six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then lines in was six. So it was probably five thirty. Yeah, it was probably five thirty. So what probably. time did you get back on the water after all that fuck around? Like Twelve thirty. Yeah, I think it was about. That's not bad, man. That's six hours of hecticness. Yeah, we. It was an ordeal. And yeah. you fished the rest of the day. Yep. And got a fish. Yeah, yeah. And that's we pretty got wild. A fish, a little barrel, yeah. and a cod. We weren't oh, last. We weren't last when we came in for that day. Yeah. On the scoreboard. Yeah. That's hectic. Yeah, I heard. Um, heard everyone there was frothing you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they love the ghetto. Do you yeah. remember though when we <laughs> went into the wreckers in Ingham? Oh, sorry, in Townsville, we'd driven from Ingham to Townsville because yeah. they were like, "Oh, they think they've got the part." Yeah. So when we walked in, we had a dog clutch in three pieces and your prop shaft. Yeah. And there was a dog clutch and a prop shaft sitting on the bench and that it was, was the like wrong size. that was for like a one thirty yammy. Yeah. So we walked in like Will's has got what is it a forty horsepower yammy? Thirty. 30. So this thing's like three times the size and there's a dog clutch and a like a prop shaft for like a much bigger outboard sitting there on the bench. And we've walked in and seen that and gone, it's um, the wrong size, we're fucked. Like game over, we're done. <laughs> They've got the part, but it's for the wrong outboard. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, this side chasing. But She's all over. And he goes, no, no, it's back here. Pulls it out from behind the desk and we were like, thank fuck for that. Yeah. Got it done. Got it done, yeah. That's hectic. Yeah. And, yeah, you – um. Did you, just, did you just win the award or you got a special mention? <laughs> we won some. <laughs> we cleaned up for, yeah. The legends, really. some of the legends, shout out. It was Bill Mitchell, Warren Cooper. Mm. They put some stuff forward and were like, we want to make a prize for these guys. <laughs> it was basically, it was better worded than this, but it was like the unluckiest dickhead award <laughs> yeah. pretty much. like Pretty much. Yeah, I right. Think, but I think people were impressed that, of what we'd done to to get back on the water and get some fish. Yeah. After yeah, all those, all that fuck around. That's um, epic. That's epic. But yeah. And they froth the ghetto skiff. Yeah. I froth the ghetto skiff. Like How could you not skiff. with a like so good? Explain what it is. Scaffolding platform on the yeah. back of the tinny. Explain <laughs> what it is. It's a four point one meter CJ escape. So it's like a little tinny, um, thirty yammy on the back. Anyway. The uh, poor student life that I'm living at the moment doesn't really allow for a fancy fancy skiff. So when I was at this comp, Josh Josh got off the plane, got in the car, and he was like, I've got an idea. 
I was like, what do you mean? He's <laughs> take like, me to Bunnings. <laughs> take me to Bunnings. Anyway, rocked up to Bunnings car park with the boat on the back. Walked out of Bunnings with a trestle. We're like, oh, we just want to see if this fits. And they were like, we like walked out with a trestle to put it on the back to see if it fits. We're like, we swear we'll come back. We did. <laughs> it's like one of those, um, it's like <laughs> it's a, a painting. I think they call it a painting platform yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a gorilla table. Like it's yeah. Like, yeah, just like a little four-legged trestle thing. like Trestle yeah. table yeah, thing. Adjustable height. And yeah. that Will's put it across the back, gunnel to gunnel of his of his tinny. And it's yeah. like basically a polling tower on Pretty a tinny. Much, and it's yeah. fucking saucy. Yeah. It's epic. It's so good. Like up on the flats to be, mm. have that extra height. Mm. Makes awesome. a huge difference. Yeah. Has yeah. anyone else fallen off it? No, just Josh. <laughs> How do you fall off that? It's oh, bigger, than a, it's bigger than a normal start. polling tower. Don't fucking start. <laughs> like white sand, man. <laughs> Colorblind Will. And I've gone tusky. And he's going, Where? I'm like, bright blue blob there, like right there. And he's going, can't see it. I was like, there. This was after we'd spent the four days chasing them. This was yeah. after four days of being stressed. Just yeah. messed around by So him. we rock up on a Goldie flat yeah. and there's this tusky pops up on sand. So we're like, Will's finally seen it. And he's going, I don't have a crab on you. Take the shot. So sweet. Like got fly line <laughs> out. And there must have been one rock on this flat, man. And we middled it with the electric. <laughs> like dead center we're both, we're both locked eyes on this tusky we're like we're not letting this get out of our sight and I just wasn't looking where I was going with the electric <laughs> Will's nearly gone off the front of the boat I've come off the platform fly rods everywhere side console on the boat net on the floor and how I haven't hit any of them and not yeah. snapped an ankle we know, we don't know yeah right but anyway me hitting the ground that hard this tusky boom yeah. and we both just looked at each other and gone Fuck this. Home yeah. time. Fuck Tuskies. <laughs> fuck fly fishing. Like, I've had enough. Oh, fucking hell. It was a tough time. And somehow, we've come back for round two. Yeah. And it is blowing its absolute bits <laughs> it's, off. It's like literally, like it's 2025s with probably 30 knot gusts. But it's also like, normally this time of year, you get like, when it's that blowing that much offshore, you get like 5 to 10s or 10 to 15s in close. It's like, 30 knots, 25 knots touching the coast. Yeah. It's like cursed. Yeah, they've turned the The worst on. possible week you could have chose. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> Literally. Like last time it blew its ass off, but there was sun. Mm. This mm. time we've gone the double. <laughs> rain. And we have got <laughs> rain and we have got 25 to 30. Yucky. Normally they don't work hand in hand either. No, but mm. Wade's got a mad feed on, so like yeah. Yeah. morale's high. Yeah. yeah. Philly is full of pulled pork. I've had a pork shoulder on since 9 o'clock this morning. Um, bone in pork shoulder, been been rubbed since last night, so it's it's going to be pretty yummy. If it if it worked, it's resting at the moment. Plan B is not bad either, so I think. Yeah, Plan B is a bit of grilled chicken. I love cooking, eh? It's like one of my favourite things. I'm not a I'm not a fatty either. I sort of like try and I because I tr usually train pretty hard and everything. And I'm normally pretty good with diet and everything, but every now and then, like I just like I love cooking for people. I love this side of it too. Like just I love eating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and can eat. Will's like, what do you what do you weigh? Seventy. Yeah, like you're not a big person. Yeah. You're not fat at all, really. You gym pretty hard, run pretty hard, <laughs> but mm. eat, man. I, the cunt has a um, stomach that I like doesn't have a bottom. <laughs> it's like when Follow when Will comes for dinner because you come for dinner fairly often. Will comes for dinner, we cook for like extra two people just in case <laughs> just in case just in case nah can put a feed away it's probably weird for people listening because I feel like I just sort of I'm just sort of behind the scenes in a lot of the yeah, shit yeah actually I mean I'm in a lot of Wade's stories but 
No one knows really no who you are. No one knows who I am. <laughs> Will's basically the backbone of, of Flow State. <laughs> <laughs> I just pay the bills and do the accounts and, and deal with the clients. Will does all the work pretty much as how it works. And wait us to feed him. Yeah, yeah, wait feeds me. That's fine. So I feed everyone. Deal. I love I love having people over. I love just talking and bloody the social side of food, eh? It's not so much I, – I think that's what it is actually. I like – I like the idea of giving nice food to people and people going, oh, that's fucking delicious. And not for my own credit, just to like see people enjoy stuff and give people ideas for cooking themselves. And then also just the conversations that you have outside of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, See, I like having mates that like to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Because then like they feel good. I feel good for eating. (laughs) (laughs) Good chats. Yeah. That's good fun. Let's go back um, a step. Let's Let's talk Bill Mitchell. Mm. Um, let's talk about those flats without yeah. mentioning those flats because they're like Funny. my favourite flats. Epic. They're one so of my cool. favourite sets of flats. Very cool. Very and when cool they're, they're massive, they're super hard to work out, but once you work them out, they're like consistent. Mm. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. Run me through. So Will's the – like there, there's more than just us that know about these flats and there's more than us that fish them too, but um, – Will, to my knowledge, pioneered it basically, figured it all out, and then I just piggybacked off it, <laughs> pretty much. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. No, no. I, I got. But I've been there. I'll, I've been there like three or four times, trying to figure it out by myself, and fucking full donutted, not a clue. And then I went there once with you and saw, like, we're talking Golden Trevally, and by the fucking hundreds. Mm. Mm. Um, Definitely a tides dialed. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, definitely, definitely didn't pioneer it at all. Like, the, yeah, people have been fishing these flats for a long time. Um, I actually fished it for the first time with Bill Mitchell. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So was thinking of moving up to Townsville, was thinking of doing uni in Townsville, came up for an open day. And um, I should mention Harry Gardner, who I, I fished with all throughout, like growing up, he was a friend of mine from school in on the Sunshine Coast and... Um, <clears throat> he he fishes really hard. He loves it. And we fish together, yeah, all the time growing up. And um, Harry had been in contact with Bill Mitchell through the Australian Saltwater Fly Fishing Forum. Yep. And um, had mentioned, you know, we're going to come up and be up in Townsville. And Bill offered to take us out over to the flats. Um, so we jumped on the ferry with Bill, like this guy that we hadn't, We'd never met before. We'd just known through a forum. Um, took us out onto the flats and showed us Golden Trevally. I guess we sort of had a rough idea from that where to to go. We were wading the flats at this point, so mm. we only could touch a, a few bits of the flats. Um, and then from that, once me and Harry had both moved up here properly, um, that was when we that was when we like started putting the hours in yep. on the boat. Um, so it's definitely me and Harry together. Like we put a lot of time in on the flats once we'd worked out the tides, and then it was sort of from there moving along to you know if there was a shallower section of the of the flat, hitting that on a higher section of the tide, and and just slowly working our way along the flat and working out which spots were productive, which spots weren't. Um, but yeah, no, it's amazing flat. Um, yeah, I think if that flat didn't exist, my I wouldn't be as consistent with fly fishing yeah. as, as what mm. I am. It's one of those flats too where like you've got certain windows, otherwise you're fucked, like stuck. 
Yeah. And um Yeah, it goes very dry. The fish there feed so fucking hard, man. Like yeah. full vertical falling over themselves. Yeah. The headstand, like fifty percent of the fish is out of the water. It's epic. That was my yeah. first ever experience with tailing yeah. goldies. I remember going over there with Will and just like he was like, Oh, when they tail, they tail pretty hard. And just seeing fish like come out of the water like that and like you said, mm. fall over themselves. Like they're pretty much at the point where like Yeah. Yeah, like half the fish is out of the water and they're falling over and you're just like, What yeah. am I watching? Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. It's epic. The first time I went with Will, it was like that. Like I was like, because I'd ne- I've I'd seen like a couple on there traveling, like never proper feeding hard and never had shots. Yeah. And then I went there with Will and then it was like, oh yeah, we're coming into a good time of the tide. And next minute there's just like, whoop, a tail. Mm. Whoop, another tail. Yeah. Whoop, a school of fish. Whoop, another tail. And you could see them veeing across the water, like five or six fish at a time. And then all of a sudden they'll just stop and you'll just get like, whoop, 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 tails. Yeah, and then they'll stop like and then run again. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. wicked. Yeah. It, yeah. So it gets mm. me going. Though. When they're up on the tail, like proper tailing yeah. like that, it's just. What about that trip? Like, I was walking in on one mm. that was like way up the flats in the shallows. And then I saw a mud up on my left, like maybe 10, 15 feet away. And I'm walking along and like, I was like, oh, that mud up looks a bit bit sus because there's like a difference between ray mud ups mm. and nose fish and yeah. fish you can and once you know the difference it's pretty obvious but anyway i also looked a bit sus and i kept this eye on this fish that was up in the real shallows and then i looked across and this golden was like whoop and i swear to god it was probably le- way less but it felt like it was headstanding for like 15 seconds and then i literally just my casting was terrible and i i laid a cast and it ended up landing as the fish leveled out and I stripped it straight past its nose, like the biggest fluke, <laughs> and ate straight away. It was it was fucking hectic, and they go pretty hard too. They do, yeah, they're they great, go man. hard. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, so they're, like clear a fly line, no mm. dramas. They're weird. Yeah. They're such a rewarding fish, I feel for for fly fishermen, because because they eat the fly, yeah, like tuskies and permits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're a pretty consistent catch. It's just fun. yeah, yeah, they're so rewarding. So like, it's mm. such a. It keeps me going definitely to be yeah. able to go over there and know that I'll see fish and know that if I, you know, put myself yeah. in the right position and make the right cast, they're probably going to eat, eat it. it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like with the permit, God put some hours on permit and not caught anything. Oh, bro. Mm. I've and seen you do some arsy stuff on that flat too. Like, what's that? Like, just like with the goldies. Yeah. That, that big one that ate boat side, like yeah. leader in the rod tip, the heaviest trout strike you've ever seen. Yeah. Just because there was nothing else to do. There was nothing else to do. There was no more line to strip. Yeah. And just wailed on it. Or like we'd fished for, like we were on the wrong stage of tide. It was coming good. And there was little reef sharks getting around. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) I'm going to cast that. Will goes, don't fucking cast that. I was like, I'm doing it. Fuck it. Cast that shark. Sure, shit. The shark turns around, eats it, bites my fly off. I'm sitting on the floor of the boat. All of 15 seconds later, school of Goldie swims past the boat. <laughs> Will flops a cast out, boom, nails it. And I was like, yeah. you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> this is when Josh had never, never caught, yeah, a, gold caught a Goldie. Yeah, hadn't caught a Goldie. Oh, man. You ended, up, you ended up doing it, though. It was that the same day, day same day, same day. Close the business. Son, like, we were at the stage where it was like, we've got to get off this flat, like, now it to get back. It was now or never, yeah. Yep. yep. That, was, that was a good trip, actually, because you'd – and you'd never caught a golden before ever. Like, no, no, not like, even on spin. No, had not caught a goldie like they. Yeah. And you were like, I want to do it for the first time on the flats, yep. fly fishing. And we got up there, and it, and it is a bit of a learning curve, and it is definitely something when, I think when you've got them on like a pedestal and you like something you really want. Yeah. You can be the best fly caster ever, but 
when the mm. the stress sets in, it and just the turns panic. the custard, man. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. we had shots at fish. We fished the full run out. Oh, I we cooped some, hung around. I for- cooped so many opportunities that day. <laughs> and the one like dead set the one shot you had because you were being typical will that no, you make the shot, you catch the fish, you catch the fish. I decided to fuck around with the shark. Yeah. When yep. fish come within yeah. ten foot of the boat. Yeah, yeah, didn't have a fly on. I was like, yeah, oh. this is on you. I'm casting eh? <laughs> That's like me told, with, that's, do not cast at the shark. Yeah. yeah. That was my um that was my f- trip with uh with Tuskies too, Tyson. Um we went to this flat, like we were like we're driving down the coast and we we're we we're like, Oh, it's windy. We we, tri- we did fucking bulk miles. To, we went to basically drove towed my boat and Tyson's car to central Queensland and back. And we were halfway home and we're looking like at the coast, and we're like, geez, that looks flat. And we're like, fuck it. Where's a boat ramp? We looked and we looked on Google uh, Google Earth or Queensland Globe or whatever it was. And we found a couple of islands and some flats and stuff. And I'm like, there's a boat ramp just here. Let's go. Launched, went there, pint, like just full, never even, not a fucking clue about how, when, what ties we could get in and out on, nothing. Um, and we went to this island, and then I think it ended up being my cast. I don't know for what reason, but it ended up um, being my shots. And um, just found tuskies everywhere. And because I hadn't caught one before, pressure, and like cooked heaps of casts, hooked them, got bricked, um, hooked them, snapped at knots, like just just fucked up shit happened nonstop. We did nearly a full lap of this island um, and then got around to the back end right on the turn of the tide and there was this tusky and um, just poking along, perfect drift, um, I think I had a couple of cook casts that I can't remember. I remember I still remember, I remember the cast that ate though. Like I laid the crab and it like sort of flared up. So the gills come out and its fins and I was like, ah. and it sort of like waddled over to my fly and then just tipped straight on it. And I just felt the eat and I went whack and I peaked. Had it on for a little bit. Tyson landed, um, got the landing net and landed it. And as he scooped it, I like hit him in the back so hard. Like I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I was screaming, man. I'm pretty sure I knocked the wind out of him, eh? Um, but that's what it's like. And I feel like that's um, – I reference bow hunting a lot. I haven't got that deep into it, but I feel like that pressure that you have where like you can shoot targets um, in the yard and you can put 50 targets on a fucking dime and then you get into the real world scenario and you – can't hit shit it just it just all turns to shit out yeah yeah it used to be the same with like with long tails man i remember like mm. it caught that many long tails like just on plastics and whatever like off the coast we get a pretty good run of them the first couple i had shots out on fly man were like there were nothing casts like yeah and you'd just cook it you'd, yeah. you'd drop fly and you'd throw it behind you you'd wrap on something you couldn't do it yeah you slap the water yeah on the back cast once you catch a couple it's just like yeah, like the pressure's off the monkeys yeah. off the back and you can roll into a school and you can get your stuff together and you can fuck around and you can take forever and you can put the cast in your hook on you're like what like, yeah what was it like why yeah. was I so stressed well, about it well speaking of monkeys off the back perfect example that exact trip where Josh oh. got his first ever golden uh, we he literally full run out tied full run in tied just caught one last cast of the day we were like that's a win that's a wrap we went home we had get a burger we were stoked <laughs> <laughs> get a filthy yeah get a filthy <laughs> is there anything else so good they should just call the place get a filthy and that's all they sell yeah anyway roll onto the flat the next day first cast Josh looks a golden yeah like monkeys off the back he realised like you just gotta slow down make the cast and it was like a backwards cast off the back mm. of the boat too you'd yeah. got a tangle and you said shoot and I threw it like backwards over my shoulder and the fish ate it yeah, yeah. Like, I reckon I put 20 shots on the day before and mm. cooked every single one yeah Literally, we, we hadn't been on the flat for 
more than 15 minutes. No. Yeah. No. Just and so much pressure though. Day, the day before. Yeah. <laughs> just blowing shots. Yeah, fucking hell. It's just part of it though. Like, and that's what makes it enjoyable as well. Like the fact that, you know, and, and for, for me pushing you around on the boat and seeing you like so excited yeah. about it. Like, that's I half wanted it. To do yeah. it. I wanted you to catch the fish. Yeah, that's half it too. Like I was only saying this afternoon that, that um, the people that go out with the expectation of catching a fish or I need to catch a fish because of fucking social media I need to take a photo and put it on Instagram no one yeah. gives a shit anyway yeah. um, but the people that go out there they're the people that get disappointed and get sad and get the shits and you don't I don't like fishing with those kind of people I'd rather fish with people that like the the journey so to speak that that enjoy the drive to the ramp talking shit yeah and yeah. that just enjoy sitting in the, in the boat days. yeah just talking and, and chewing the fat like I um, I love fishing with you because um, yeah. we just fucking talk like just sit there and just talk and yeah. you don't have to catch anything yeah Doesn't, none of us get disheartened it's always positive and we're always like bouncing info off each other trying to figure shit out even it's, when we don't catch fish though it's pieces to the puzzle yeah it is and that's how you have to look at it eh? yeah even when we did that like the three of us did that carp run mm. yeah like how many spots do we stop at oh and, man like, it didn't matter like everyone would get back in the car and everyone's laughing and carrying on and, yeah like yeah. it was just yeah, yeah it was just it. a good time and we we cast it or you cast it that many fish. <laughs> <laughs> there was a stage where you were like knelt down in the water like yeah the, the behind trout. that little island thing yeah, in the trout <laughs> looking stream like Will's behind you telling you you got nothing like nothing on your back cast I'm over the top of a carp going alright drop it there alright oh, oh. a little <laughs> bit left three foot to the left oh yeah. man it was but yeah, yeah everyone had a ball like and we didn't catch shit that was, yeah. <laughs> you don't learn from being successful no I don't think anyway you got to fail to figure it out yeah, yeah. definitely mm. yeah yeah if you went out and brained them every time then it'd be like mm. And I think that's what's so addictive about fly fishing. It's fucking hard, eh? Yeah. It's hard. Sometimes I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Mm. I'm like, fishing's tough enough as it is, let alone these <laughs> yeah. fucking long lines in the wind, man. Yeah. It drives me yeah. mental. It's all well and good. Like, you can cast 100 foot in a park, mm. but yeah. you get something like tipping on its head trying to eat in front of you and yeah, a bit of side 10 wind. foot's nothing. Yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah, you're casting when it's calm and then you jump out into 30 yeah. knots in Hinchinbrook Channel. Yep. Yeah. Even dealing with like boat drift tide yeah yeah like things like that um it makes a huge huge difference hey i love that's it that's what makes it rewarding as well Man, yeah it is day i catch a permit i think that's the thing like mm. so me and wade have been trying to catch permit for a while now i guess both of us mm. solely were trying to catch permit for a while and once we became friends we were like let's put some heads together and, and try and figure them out we're slowly getting there. Yeah, we're finding we fish are. pretty pretty consistently now, but yeah, we've got the flat figured out. I think, and the tides figured out. We just need to Appreciate get the eats now. Yeah, yeah, and that, that and that's the hard bit as yeah. well. That's the that's the yeah. bit that comes down to fly pattern, presentation, yeah, water depth. Like, there's a whole heap of. But other the day, stuff. but that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> when I, I always wanted to catch a permit, and I think I could have I could have quite easily paid for a guide when I first moved up to Townsville mm. and. and that doesn't mean I would have caught a permit, but, you know, it would have been a very quick learning curve. Yeah. And I, f I feel I, like there's so much reward for me in, in the progression involved in... That's it, man. In oh, doing you, it yourself. When you nail one, yeah, for sure, yeah. knowing that you've it's done It's worth it all, so much more, job. man. Yeah. I'll then hear day. you from the sunny coast when you hook one. Man. Oh, like when you put it in the boat, yeah. we'll, we'll hear the UP sure. from yeah. there. And those things are like, it's everyone's fish. Yeah, 100%. Like the yeah. Tuskies are the same. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. they're everyone's fish. Everyone in the boat it deserves deserves a, a slice of that pie, is my opinion of it. And yeah, fucking, yeah. like, I've caught 
I've caught a couple of permit now and they were with um, with Mick, like a good friend on a really good trip, but it's still not as valuable as doing this local stuff, trying to figure these permit out because they are like semi-pressured. They yeah. are hard to find and it's super, those flights are super weather dependent. Yeah. And there's like a lot involved in trying to figure it out. And I think that's what, that's what it's so, that's so addictive about. It. I think that's why I like it because it's like a difficult pursuit. Yeah. I think I'm addicted to difficult pursuits, which is why I'm just yeah. fucking <laughs> busy all the time while I cook myself. But yeah, um, where was I going with that before? I was just going to ask about, oh, how do you two know each other? Because we haven't established that yet. <laughs> oh, I only, I only sort of half know Do you it. remember the day we met? Or yeah. Like when we met? Yeah. yeah. So Weird story. Very weird. Yeah, like very weird. So I was studying primary education at the time. Yeah. My auntie was a teacher at a school on the coast and they were on school camp. So I was there to help them out with that because yeah. they were short-staffed. And Wills rocked up. From the fresh U- off the boat, fresh, <laughs> pretty much fresh off the boat from the UK for his first day of school. Yeah, I so we'd moved from. I don't know if, if people might have heard. I have a little bit of an accent. It comes out every now and again. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so my family had moved to um, Australia when I was eleven, and uh, we'd spent a bit of time in Australia. We cruised around the co- sunny coast and <clears throat> sort of picked the school that we wanted to go to, and. They, they gave me the option. They were like, um, your year level is on school camp. Like if you want to join them sort of like midway through the camp. And I'd spent, I'd spent God, like four months with my family, like just my mum, dad and sister. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's go. Like I want to get into, I want to meet some people in Australia and stuff like that. Anyway, went on this first day of school was on this school camp, um, you and Maddox Dam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think because we've never really spoken about it. No, no, it's never, it. no, it hasn't really ever come up. Hey, it did, but that's, when we first, that's when we first met was and on that school camp and Josh yeah. was the helping out as yeah. the teacher. And aide. because like my auntie was one of the teachers there and her son just happened to be in the same grade as Will, he was on the camp. Yeah. So it became like a, righto, like her son, my cousin, ended up getting the whole, here's the new kid, like show him around, be nice. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it all sort of went from there. Like I, yeah. I then got to know Will's parents and fished with his old man a bit. And yeah. we still fish together a lot now. But like obviously Will and I were both interested in very similar things fishing-wise and, yeah, yeah. seemed to – trips just seem to go well. Even if the weather's shit, we find something to do. Like Yeah. That was the thing. We So when we'd first moved to Australia, we'd done a bit of fishing in England. Like I grew up illegally fishing all of the – all of The, <laughs> the carp ponds? No, all of the – pike streams that <laughs> you have to pay for to fish with and um dad me and dad just used to throw a little we had a friend who had like land that backed onto it so we used to throw a little dinghy in there and trawl these streams that we weren't supposed to be fishing for pike that was like fishing for me um and we got to australia and we were like where do you even begin with this stuff? <laughs> and i remember yeah so i'd met josh I don't know if I knew that you were fishing or it was because I became really good friends with Josh's younger cousin who was in my grade. Yeah, and then um, your parents like hit yeah. it off with like my auntie and uncle. Yeah. And yet- we we got so I'm me and Josh are pretty much cousins. Pretty that's how it's referred to now. Yeah. It's like I call his like yeah, we used- my auntie and uncle. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's- well, Will lives here and you're at his house and fucking eating with his family and going fishing with his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. sorts of shit. That's epic. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, Josh's family is my, 
adopted, adopted Australian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's sure. like, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah, that's big, epic. Proper yep. good bunch of people get invited on. You know, we we moved to Australia with no, we've got no relatives in Australia. Like all of our relatives are in England. Um, get invited to go Christmas dinner with them. All yeah, that it's sort just of like stuff. it was like the full adoption process, basically. Yeah. Like, nice, yeah. good stuff. But yeah, kicked it off. Josh showed me lure fishing. Blew my mind. Yeah, it pretty much all went like from there. Like, on the sunny coast and showing me and dad how it's done over here in Australia and it sort of just snowballed from there. Yeah, it just stuck. And then every, pretty much any fishing purchase your old man has made since then mm. has been blamed on me and your mother gives it to me for it. Yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like every single one. Any rod and reel that dad buys. Yeah. So Josh, well, especially when I, was, when I was working at a tackle shop like in the early days of it too. He'd come in and spend money and then I'd get abused by your mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deserved it too. <laughs> nah, it's good. Yeah, so we've done some, there's been some good trips since then. I always wondered when, because there's a bit of an age difference. I wondered then when you were, um, when you were taking the class or you were at the field, the school trip, if someone had said to you like, oh, you see that? That fresh English white boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, sp the spider monkey kid, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that was the first thing I remember <laughs> of you. Yeah, climbing up that, that ladder. That big, like that huge Smashed. big rope ladder. There's a heap of kids like on the camp like, oh, I don't want to do it, little like fucking bitchy kids. And Will's rocked up legit like they've just opened the container and he's come out like, <laughs> like little fucking little rogue pommy kid. Yeah. And he's just fucking Yorkshire, mate. Yeah. <laughs> flying up this ladder confident as shit. Like, fucking look at him go. <laughs> but if someone had said to you like, oh, He's going to be a good fishing mate, and you're going to fly up to Townsville to fish with yeah, that kid. You would have been you. like, "What the fuck? Like, are you talking what the about? fuck?" It's weird how it progresses like that, hey? Yeah, like yeah. you look back on stuff. I had a mate up here. Oh, what three? What were we talking about? Three weeks ago, when all that good weather yeah. was. Three weeks ago. Yeah. And we grew up together. He's like 10, 15 days younger than me. Yep. And known each other forever, forever. And um, I don't see him often. We don't keep in touch heaps. Um, but when I do see him, it's just like yesterday like, yeah straight back to it yeah and then we talk about the old days and like you realize how much like personalities change lifestyles change locations change and it doesn't matter nah like those like there's friends that come and go yeah. and then there's the friends that you have that that just stay that don't care that you're busy and you can't call them once a week that that yeah. understand that why things are the way they are and all that sort of stuff and they're the ones that stay with you for life like You'll you just just know that when you're on your deathbed at fucking ninety years old, that that bloke's probably on the bed beside you, or that woman's yeah. on the bed beside you. It's hectic yeah. like that, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And yeah, like you say, like they're they're the the English side of the family now. Like it's yeah, so yeah, we see them all the time. Like well, before I flew up here, we had like a big lunch at Mum's. Like it was a family lunch, and like his yeah. mum and dad were there. Like that's mm. just the way that it rolls. Like yep, yeah, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, no, for sure. it's great. And I think it helped us a lot as well. You know, moving to a completely different country. And yeah. You know, we were a very close family in England. Like, I, we all get along really well. And we'd see him very regularly. Like, yeah. we all lived in the same town. Like, Grandma lived down the road. Um, Granddad lived up the road sort of thing. And to, like, move to Australia and have, yeah, like, be taken in like that and invited on camping trips yeah. and all that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yep. It was wicked. Um, it was wicked. And now we get to uh, get to bring you up here and we get to mm -hmm. do it efficient, hopefully. Yeah, it's sort of yeah. shit when you come back to the coast now because, like, <laughs> I fly to towns and Will just, like, chauffeurs me around everywhere and provides a silver spoon. And I'm like, we've got brim. <laughs> like, you want to come chase some brim? Or I, yeah. suppose, I suppose the carp are up. You've done yeah, the carp stuff. But yeah, like, don't know when to be slandering carp. Yeah, no. there's there's definitely 
nothing like there is up here. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a hard one to sort of repay in that respect. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to touch on that. I want to touch on that before we go into these trips that you mob have done. But um, pond carp in the UK, I oh. thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. I don't get a lot of time to watch much YouTube and bits and pieces that aren't sort of educational content or, or content that I need to learn stuff off. So I very rarely watch any digital media or look at any digital media. But um, <laughs> Wade and his carp. I, I, yeah, carp chronicles and like the guys in um, that fish those ponds, I find that shit so fascinating because it, it's like the most high-tech, high-end shit yeah. for the most simple application. Yeah, for, but for I sh- casting a bait out and yeah. leaving it. Yeah, yeah. Because, it's and, mental, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's because like imagine how many fucking balls of bait and shit those carp would see. Surely yeah. they're half clued onto it. Um, but, yeah, I, I love watching like blokes like Adam Penning and, mm. and that. Um, and carp angle, and they're fucking cool. Um, yeah, proper. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a carp addict. Nah, but it's different. It's so it's weird that type of fishing. And um, Dad used to do it as well. Dad had mates. You know, Dad grew up doing a bit of fishing. It was never something he was like. He's definitely become more of a fisherman, I think, since he moved to um, Australia. But like, they used to go on trips to France and Spain and chase like carp like that. He had mates that were super into that, like pond carp but yeah it's different when they know every individual fish that's in that pond they're named and shit they name them they're like oh yeah caught speckled jim today he was <laughs> he was 30 pound or whatever like it's different but it's i kind of respect it as well like it's that grind of like every little fine detail has to be you know like they preset all of their baits and that's a pressured fishery like it is it is it's, it's mental what um but it's cool. You, are one of my one of my most vivid memories, and it's not even that big a deal. But you showed me a photo of a big fucking slob carp that you caught in oh. the UK. Oh, the big one that I caught in the UK. <laughs> was yeah. it speckled, Jim? No, these were ponds that don't get fished. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Dad has friends that that might have been what it was. Had just, land. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that like not long after because we met. You and I met through friends, friends of friends. Work, yeah. Work and friends and friend, friends through Rennie and yeah. that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And like, be, yeah, you worked at Tackle Store and mm. I've seen That's you there good. and all that sort of all that sort of jazz. But yeah, I'm fucking addicted to. I'm definitely going to do it if I if I get to the UK anytime soon. Is I'm going to just go and sit on the pond for a week. Yeah, and just Do I am hectic burly up. Yeah. And, yeah, Adam Penning said he'd take me. True. I flicked him a message to figure out how I could get a signed copy of his book because mm. he wrote a book on um, – hang on, I need to look it up. It's a book on um, carp fishing but it's also like a bit about lifestyle and stuff. Like he's 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 done some shit. Um, uh, bear with me for a minute because I don't have Jamie here to look it up for me. <laughs> 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 I, need, I need a Joe Rogan assistant. Rolling in – no, is it? Nah. Yeah, it is. Rolling in the deep. It's like a tuition book on how to fish, um, how to fish for carp, like pond carp in the in the UK. But he also talks about um, he's been fishing the the carp, fishing carp since like I think the mid eighties, early to mid eighties. Right. And um, he's got a bit of a bit of history too, and I love like long long stories like that. So yeah, I hit him up anyway. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger because I just sort of got busy and forgot about it. But um, said, hey man, like love watching your stuff. Rah, rah. Um, how do I get a signed copy of your book? 
and he done a certain amount of signed copies or whatever. Um, and we got chatting about it, bits and pieces on Instagram and then he's like, yeah, man, anytime you're over in UK, flick me a message and I'll be happy to take you out for a few days. So Hell yeah. that's How like good. that's the pinnacle, man. And he's like, I don't know the whole game, like everyone there or who's who, but I feel like it's a pretty niche niche thing. The UK is not a real big place and mm. it's um, a pretty niche thing. And I think like um, they, a lot of the UK people like, when they go on holidays to carpfish, they go to France. Like, yeah, and it's not yeah, that far do. away. So, um, yeah, he seems like a bit of a don, a bit of an OG. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd love to, and I'll definitely be taking the podcast gear with me for that dude. <laughs> um, He'd have some stories, I reckon. Fuck yeah. And can tell story as well. Yeah, good yana. Um, let's go. Old school trips, you too. Um, some of the, when you mentioned before, like you've done some pretty sick trips since. What, what, excluding the reef trip because I'll ask that one next. What's um, I think the probably the coolest one that we did. Like we've done some whenever you, me, and your old man are in the boat. Yeah, it's me, it's Dad, like, and Josh, and something it just lights it up. Just like, the vibe. Yeah. It just like every time shit glasses off and fish eat, man. It's just yeah. It just <laughs> I don't know why, Fuck me. but it just happens, man. Like, yeah. Um, we've pr- we've proven that on many occasions. It's happened like, so many times now. Yeah, probably. I think my favourite one would be we went to Harvey Bay. We got to Harvey Bay. It was meant to be like super light southeasterly. This was we when got, I left schoolies. Yeah, there. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, just yeah. finished high school. Went yep. to the Gold Coast for schoolies, and I I left early because yep. we were going to Harvey Bay to try and chase marlin. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to go try. And we got like halfway up the island, and it was this nasty little like nor'east, no, nor'westerly blow. Yeah, it was and horrible. it was shit. We were like getting. It was just swamped. me and Josh though, so yeah, we needed that. Yeah, that's it. We, we needed the old boy. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we like we got halfway up there and we sort of went, "This is shit." We turned around, we went, "What are we doing?" And we went, "Right, let's go back to the coast. We'll reset and we'll go again." Yeah. We're like, "Let's just go out off Malula Bar." Like. Yeah, so sort of, we'd already booked the time off. We were like, yeah, let's really put some like, time in. We've got we'll, the fly rods in the boat. We'll just go out and like, I'd, I'd only recently had that tinny. Yeah. I hadn't had it long. Um, so we just sort of went out, had a bit of a muck around, did a bit of sound around and found some stuff like on the blinker out there. It's pretty standard. Like everybody knows about it. Yeah, yeah. And we- It was years ago as well. Yeah, <laughs> we dropped down, like dropped a plucky, caught a king and we were like, oh, how good's this? Yeah. And then for some reason, who hooked the first one? I don't remember. I don't know. One of us has cast at the blink with a flyer anyway. Like we'd, we sort of, we'd done a little bit of bass stuff and like we'd both caught carp by that stage, I think. Mm. <clears throat> um, but fly was still like, it was something we dabbled in, brim, bass, that sort of stuff. We yeah. hadn't really taken it to like a proper saltwater platform yet. Anyway, one of us has put a cast in. I think it was you. Yeah. He's put a cast into the blinker, stripping a surf kingy back, hooks a kingy. We're both screaming like fucking 12-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah. And, Proper rinse. And having no idea, got busted and we were like, oh, my God, that's it. We're done. Like we've yeah, had a shot at a kingfish on fly. Like that's it. We're finished. Like can you believe we wasted that opportunity? Yeah. Tie up, cast again, get a kingfish. Yeah. Get a kingfish. Get a kingfish. Every time it was stupid. Like yeah, we were just getting – We were either on like – this this one yeah, day. We were either nailing them and putting them in the boat or we were getting rinsed that hard around the pole and any time they'd go quiet – we cast a sticky over them. They'd all come back up again. We pick up the flyers. We just start casting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it was so just, good. It, it was, was mental. Very memorable. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think the funniest bit about it was like we obviously both had our own flyers. Will like is an unco lefty, so he wins left handed. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like 
fairly standard oh, one no hand, it's all good. <laughs> Normal. Anyway, I've got a Florida hen and Will's gone, oh, gee, I'm up for you. So he's picked up my rod because I think his sticky had been busted off because we yeah. weren't winding fast enough and hooked the king and got rinsed. So he's picked my rod up. He's winding right-handed, so it was uncoordinated already, and he's hooked the king. And he's standing in the back of the boat going, no, no, I can't wind. <laughs> 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 rinsed on the pole again. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, but it was dumb. Yeah, That's we couldn't awesome. do anything wrong. We. Nah. It was funny because – Dad, dad yeah. and his mates were out the same day mm. and nothing. They were having a miserable day. But you remember, I just put the electric motor on the boat. Yeah, that's right. So we were mucking around with Spotlock and we'd legit like Spotlocked ourselves in a position on the blinker where no one else could drift past it. Like we yeah, were no, just yeah, like that's we were so good. right wankers about it. Yeah. And yeah, your old man was in his boat. Yeah. And they drove past and couldn't catch anything. So he threw a banana at us. Yeah, they, stuck, they came up <laughs> real close and they were like, oh, how are you guys going? Like, yeah, all this stuff. And then all of a second, they, all of a sudden, they just started throwing banana peels into the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still caught fish, but. Yeah, we did. Fuck, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that was fuck. That was sick. a fun That was day. dumb. It was funny because we were going through a fly box yesterday getting shit ready for this yep. and found like one of the flies, like one of the yep. few we had left. The like key fly. Yeah. yeah. Frame that motherfucker. That, that that's OG, so good. That OG fish candy, like, uh, yeah. sorry, surf candy. That's yeah. so good. Um, I'll that go back. That was a funny trip. That yeah. one was cool, yeah. That was probably the one that Sounds stands epic. out the most. Like, the, like other cool shit, like we've done some really good snapper ones and mackerel stuff and like, and the yeah. marlin was sick, but as far as a fly one goes and like one that's like super memorable, that was, yeah. that was off the chain. Growing up as a as a sunny coast uh, fishing grom as well, I yeah. But Josh put me onto my first ever like bass on surface on surface lures. Where was that? I don't. I think it was Lake McDonald. I think it was you and Maddock. Oh, I think it was up at top end of the spillway or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Fucking I remember that. Tank. Just being like, oh my god. <laughs> it's funny how those fish like they were as like I don't know something about like the old. Grom days when you're first yeah. learning to fish. Oh, you just like, froth on it, man. Like, oh, yeah. man, I remember just catching a bass on the surface and just being like, I'm yeah. the best. Yeah. I don't what? know what you guys like. like. I feel like I've gone sort of full circle with that. Like I went through a stage like as a grommy, like you froth it all, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you just catch and fish, yeah. you love it. I feel like like a couple of years ago I went through a stage where I was like, like if it wasn't fucking mm. 90 plus jumped and fucking yeah. rinsed you in the trees, I wasn't interested yep. in it. Like if it, like if it wasn't a barrier, like a, a mm -hmm. good barrier, I was like, yeah. no, nah, not yep. interested. And now, like, I don't know, like the last couple of years, it's just like mm. the froths come back and it's like, anything's cool? Yeah. Beach whiting. Beach whiting. <laughs> <laughs> don't you start. You told me brim on fly were gay. That's what the message is. <laughs> That's just sick. That's harder than permit. I'll, I'll, I'll write that down. I'll sign it. I got fucked. <laughs> I'm going to come chase brim on fly. I'll chase them, on, I'll chase them because they're on fly. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. They tail. Yeah. Right, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on. Brim on fly. Sight casted brim on fly. Sight casted brim on fly. Yeah, that's that's mm. feasible. Like that, I can I can deal with the heckle that I get from people for that. Dude, it's the most. But oi, dead set like across the road from here down the beach. I have had so much fun just going down for a couple of hours with a pack of servo prawns, number ten hooks, and a big run and sinker, and catching big whiting for feed. Can like, confirm this is probably the third time Wade's spoken about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. the prof is real, he does it. Carp, he carp on it. fly, whiting, <laughs> <laughs> whiting on the beach. Permit. Dead set. Yeah, then per nah, yeah, then permit. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I, um, I'm just referencing like the full circle thing because like when my mate I said that was up here and we come out and we hit, hit a few good days of weather, we caught up and we went to the reef and slept out on the reef in the boat and – we had a couple of days coming back where I had a bit of work to do, so I couldn't really go keep sending. So we just went for like half a day, three or four hours down the beach 
and just a little esky, six, eight beers, a um, little bit of food, some water and just went down and just, just caught whiting, just stood beside each other and just chucked baits out, just talked about shit and it was epic, hey? Because my grassroots stuff was um, the top of the Murray-Darling system, chasing yellowbelly, catfish, cod sometimes, but all on like the same sort of shit, like little 1,000, 2,000 size spin reels, number 10 fucking to like 1-0 hooks, shrimp, like we dragged net our own shrimp and then prawns, I mean prawns, worms from the garden and um, put a little bell on the end of your tip of your rod, <laughs> sit it in a rod holder and ding, 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 run down and you get a bite. That's the shit I grew up doing. And like now I froth going and doing that one. You I can't. could go back and do it again, like exactly. Yeah, you'd go yeah. back and you'd just be like, yeah, yeah, this is sick. I was at home at, um, at Easter time to shoot a mate's wedding and um, we have these things called bobbin rods. They're like a big, they're, they're not cane, but they're like a cane pole, big straight cane pole. And they're maybe, oh, they vary in length, but they're sort of like, I don't know. Eight foot long, say seven or eight foot long, long. Yeah, pretty long. No reel or anything on them, and it's just line that goes straight down to a flat. I like a I like a big slapping cork, like a flat cork. <laughs> um, a line, and then a sinker halfway down the line, and then another bit, a bit more line to a hook. Um, and you put like a yabby on there, crush the head of it, and you sit there and you bob the rod up and down and slap the cork on the top of the water, and you do it in these little channels that are like three to five metres wide, where we went, we, we did, we camped out for a couple of nights to like places that I haven't been since I was like 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And um, yeah, just take a little bucket and uh, ask in a few beers and fucking the rod and a little bag, a little hessian bag, put your yabbies in, fill it full of um, of gum leaves, wet the bag, fill it full of gum leaves, put your yabbies in there so they don't fight and grab each other and fuck each other up. And then you go down the bank and just chuck the end of your hessian bag in, roll the top up. So they can't get out, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then yabby on the yabby on the rod and sit there and just bob. And you'd get like the fish, the yellow belly, and we'd get like two, three, four pounders, like big ones. And they'd hit you on the on the drop. Whoa. Whoa, fire <laughs> Big log just fell out of the fire. Um, and they'd sort of dunk you. And it wasn't like they didn't fight or anything like that, but it was like full, like you see those people on those boats catching those tuna on their big long rods. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like no that. Reels, just a piece of line. Like you get the bait and then the cork's bobbing and like the fish is chewing it, chewing it, and you're like following along with the rod and then you like lift and <laughs> sculpt, <laughs> like lean on it out. So good. And I hadn't done that in so long. And I could have sat there for a month and just sat there and done it, eh? Because we were yeah. just, we had this like um, sitting there just telling stories and reminiscing and, and that's fucking – that's what fishing is to me now. Like I have most of the time like I was like mad keen on filming fishing that I was doing and all taking photos and that sort of stuff. Now I couldn't give a fuck if I didn't take a camera. Yeah. Do it's not funny. care. Yeah. 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 We, we, the fact that me and you both film, film together mm. and we both fish together and when we get out on the fish, in the fishing, it's just like – Yeah. I struggle to get the camera out. Yeah. Like mm. it's – Just don't want to. Yeah. You, you and I'm, I can sit on a flat for like three days straight I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like and just that. stare into the water and talk mm. shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. We haven't got sick of each other yet, which I'm surprised of. Really? Like I, f- I see. Well, really? you, might have- <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got sick of him. <laughs> Will's probably got sick of me. I haven't got nah, sick nah. of Will. No, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But fuck, I, I, I talk to you almost every day and see you every second day. <laughs> yeah, it's good. No, it's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's something about being out on the flats and yeah, staring into the water. Tell me about this um this recent reef trip reef trip on the good weather. Yeah. That good weather window that was like a few months ago. 
Yeah. All I remember is – I'll let Will tell this because all I remember is screaming for two days. Like I just mm. – Actually, I'll go back a step. I, I want to know first and because I'll forget if I don't ask now. When did you start fly fishing and why? I'm intrigued um, by this as well. Did you start fly fishing before me or did I start fly fishing first? I, would have, I started like my early BCF days. Yeah, you started so pretty early because like, I remember going out fishing with you once and you had a fly rod. Yeah, I would have been like – And I was like, what is this? Maybe just out of high school. Like I'd – I picked myself up a job at BCF that was really like, as in the end being like, it ended up just being like a job because it became yeah. less tackle shoppy, as yeah. a lot of people would probably know that have worked there. Yeah. But like early days, man, it like it fed the passion, something severe. And without that, I would not do like any of the fishing I do now. Like yeah. it was definitely like a, it was the gateway drug for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, it definitely like I'd, I'd always I always loved fishing as a kid, but like it definitely like burnt the pa- like sorry built the passion like got to meet people that were also in like into it and like made friendships. You got discount and, as well, oh, which did helps. I, oh, uh, did I spend some money on shit in there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I would I would have been just out of high school I reckon and bought just like your basic like comes in a box fly combo that had. <laughs> Like Rod the Neal. The Gillies combo. No, it Buck was a yeah. Reddington combo. Wow. Yeah, but very similar. Same, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same, same level of like, yeah, same level of quality. Yeah. Um, and just like mucked around, just like catch and brim and shit. Like we'd just like buy bread flies, go in and throw like a loaf of bread in and just like eat a little That's bit of so good. Just, just fun stuff like that. That's so um, good. And then, yeah, we sort of moved on to like, Bass and like brim, like trying to catch brim on pontoons and that sort of stuff, which proved to be pretty difficult. Mm. Um, the bass were a little bit easier for us, and obviously flathead, like just throwing clouses around. This bass easier than this. This brim being hard things we can do. You wait, you wait to see how spooky they are. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> um, yeah, like flathead and that sort of stuff, and then I sort of like it faded away for a little bit because like it's enjoyable to have someone else to fish fly with. Like if you're fishing, as you boys know, you're fishing some with someone that's fishing conventional and you sort of that's get in each up. other's can't way, it, but like, yeah, it's not, you're not looking at the same mm. shit. Like, mm. And you do get in each other's way as well. Yeah. You do. Like, it, it's yeah. fucked. Yeah. Conventional is nowhere near as finesse as what mm. a fly is. And no. I, I feel like if you're casting after someone who's, who's fish conventional. Yeah. And like someone's no, doing that, the might fish be wanting to fish four meters of water and you're sitting there with a floating fly line going, yeah. Well, fuck, I'm in trouble here, aren't I? Like, mm. yeah. doable, but it's shit. Um, it makes it hard, yeah. Yeah, so You've I sort of faded away from it a little bit. And then sort of, we've got a really good fly shop on the coast, like Gavin yep. Platt's on Time Fly. Um, yeah. he's, he's a guru. So it's yeah, good. Like, you'd go and see Gavin, you'd get like a bit cheated up about it again. You'd buy a couple of flies and you'd go and muck around and yep. sort of died away again. And then. Um, I find it funny because we never really fish fly together on the sunny coast, hey? No, we did remember fishing Lake McDonald. We got yeah. those bass and bass, like yeah. we're just fishing like vampires on the edge, and we got a couple of bass. Yeah. And again, no, like, we did, yeah, but that, it was, it was, but it was rare. yeah, it was We go a fish lot. conventional together way more than we did fly. Yeah, for sure. And like it sort of picked it up there again, and then dropped away, and then like I think it was probably like we both caught cup, and then it was that kingy trip that really sort of went. Yeah. Oh, this is like this is pretty doable. Like, if I keep talking, I'm gonna have to sort this fire out. Eh? Like <laughs> there's logs, everywhere. there's log falling, logs falling out <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, like it was. It was sort of like a bit of a, oh, this is actually pretty doable for like cool stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it opened up a little bit more yeah. of a, an opportunity for us. I, I don't think I realized how strong fly line was until that day. When yeah. we're full, these kingies, man, like we were hooking them next to the blinker. Like, yeah. And there's a big chain and a big line. Like if we gave them anything, they were around it and snipped off. So it was full wrap in our hands yeah. and just hold the straight line in it. 
We may as well not well, have a rod. That's we thing, were just probably, straight lining them. It was pretty poor form when you look at it now because we like the rods were pretty well bent. Like I look at the videos now, mm. like we had like a fair bit of load on a rod and a line wrapped, which is doing nothing right. for us because yeah, we're letting yeah. them get back to the pole. Yeah. But like, yeah, that was probably that was probably the one that really kicked it off for me. That went like, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoy this. Yeah. And then did a trip to Central Queensland, and all I fished was five for the week. So like. We were fishing the dams, like we were catching like barren the impoundments, barren the salt. We went at the front, like we did a bit of queenie and tuna stuff, like and all I fished for the week was fly. That was pretty cool. And then came home and I remember I'd like I'd been on the trip and caught barra and queenies and that sort of stuff, and that was good fun. And I came home and went and did a cod trip and only fish fly and I caught cod on fly. And then it was good weather when we got back and I went out the front with your old man and we were chasing tuna off Caloundra and all I fished was fly there too. And like it went yeah. through a stage where it was like slightly obsessive for a period. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, now it's back to the stage where like I fish it every now and then, like I sort yeah. of dabble in and out. Like I'll always have a flyer with me in the boat, whether I pick it up or not. It's a different story. Like yeah. I definitely don't have the access to flats that you boys have here. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was sort of, I've done it for a while and it just sort of like ebbs and flows as to how much I do it. But yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon you'll ever go full fly? Not while you live I down there. I don't think so. Nah. Nah. Like I enjoy, I still enjoy going out and bashing plastics for snapper or like. Yeah. Like the reef trip you mentioned just before me, like it, mm. that was wild. Like I will never not have like a P6 to 10 <laughs> popping rod in my arsenal because that was just Epic. off its head. Like. Let's have, um, let's talk about that in session two because it's dinner time. Oh, dinner yes. time, to, time to pull some pork. Right here. Boy. Get me yeah. out of it. Leave the listeners, Bit buddy, half hyped for the reef. <laughs> don't, don't go away. I'll go back to the reef. <laughs> All right, we're back. Big feed. Big feed. Well fed. Big chew. Well Turned out not too bad. It's actually um, I don't know how many barbecue people are on here, but I had a, I put a pork shoulder on at about nine o'clock this morning, and I only just finished resting about seven thirty, and I could have rested it for another couple of hours. Bone in makes a huge difference with time. I think it makes it way longer. Yeah. Definitely no complaints from the people eating it. No, no complaints. <laughs> Went down very well. You'll find yourself at Kelly's Bar and Grill. <laughs> pulled pork. <laughs> pulled pork, pull pork sliders. Homemade coleslaw. Mm. Um, uh, where did we get to? Oh, Big reef, reef trip. The reef trip. Recent. Mm. The recent reef trip. Yeah. Tell me about it. Because you. Weather came good and somehow all me, Dad and Josh were pretty. Uh, you had them on um, speed dial. Yeah. Short notice. Yeah. Weather was looking really good. We, we all were like. Oh, because you got your dad, you got your old man's boat up here, eh? Yes. Yeah, I should mention that. Yeah, Dad got Dad's boat up here, which is nice. Oh, your dad gave you his other boat. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's mine now. He's not getting it back. No, he's not getting it. Back. <laughs> he thinks he is. Yeah, but yeah. we won't tell him just yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got Dad's boat up here, and that—that that was the reason he wanted to leave it up here, was so that when the weather come good, we can go out to the reef and use it. And um, he recently flew up with a couple of his mates and um, towed it up to Lucinda and just did a bit of fishing for himself, which was good. Um, but yeah, weather came good. was looking amazing for the weekend. Dad was free. Josh was free. Flights were booked. Mm. Yeah. Was that your phone call on a, what, like a Tuesday or a Wednesday? And it was like, yeah. do you need to be in Townsville? Yeah, you need to be in Townsville on Friday. We booked flights and we were there Thursday afternoon. What did we get in, Thursday? Yeah, I think so. Night? Yeah, I think it was the Thursday yeah, night. Okay. What were your expectations? I didn't know, man. It was like, 
and seeing like you always see videos of the reef and that sort of stuff. Yeah, because you've never seen the reef before till this reef, point. No, yeah, never been to the reef, so yeah, it was like top solid, water, top solid. water GT, top water Spanish. Yeah, we're running like we're seeing videos K's offshore, and like you see videos and that sort of stuff, and just you don't really have any expectation. Mm. I or I didn't anyway. And we were just sort of motoring, and like it's two hours of motoring, and you get there, and there's just like you're in the middle of nowhere. When we got there, it was a complete glass off. Yeah, and there's just. Like you can see the bottom, you're like, maybe like we're 90 kilometers offshore. Yep. Like I feel like I should just be looking into an abyss. Like it was really weird. Yep. Um, um, like Will said, he was like, oh, we'll stop here and just sort of get ourselves situated. And yeah. He said we're not on any like real ground yet. There's a bit of like rubbly stuff on side skin and a couple of little bombies. Yeah, but we just wanted to see the reef, yeah. and, and we're, just like, we're just done two and a half hours of yeah. driving. So yeah, so I said, "This is the reef. Like we'll start from yeah. here, and we'll like we'll work our way into where we caught fi- where they'd caught fish before." Yeah. And you drop one side of the boat and I drop the other and we've gone like legal trout, legal red throat first drop. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> I like, didn't even stop at a mark. We just stopped at the reef yeah. just, to, just to see. Yeah, right. And I was like, okay. I reckon, Dead said, I reckon I had a total of like 20 casts in two days that I didn't either have a blow up on top water or like hook fish. Yeah, right. There was something there. Was, it was a big tide. It was, it was a... Big tides. And the moon was bang on too, I think. New moon. Yeah. Bucket yeah. moon. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it, bu- it was building to a moon, uh, building to the top of a quarter. I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was the full, like, full. Because why wasn't I out? Where was I? You had something on. I think I was either away or I, was, I, I couldn't go. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I was going to go. Yeah. Or did I, I go? Because I invited you because I, I was like, bring your boat out. Mm. Yeah. Do a double do, double boat mission. Yeah, because you had something. Because we were asked, we were what like, was it? Mm. I can't remember. You missed out, but yeah, yeah, I was sad because the weather and the tides were meant for it too, and I knew you were going to do well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, came mm. good. We yeah. we started off with some had a bit of run out tide, so we we started off fishing. Oh no, we hit the top. It, it was it was top of the tide. There was no movement. Yeah, that's right. And we were just playing yeah. with like trout and red throat. And yeah, sort of stuff. trout yeah. and red throat. Did a bit of vibing. Caught some fish. Mm. Um, and in saying this, jo- Josh and Dad were just up for the weekend. We were like, we don't want to keep any fish. We just want to yeah. fish for the sport. We wanted. We were sleeping out at the reef, so we're like, we'll get one decent trout and yeah. have that for dinner. Yep, but other than that, we're not we're not really killing fish. We're just here for a bit of sport, bit of fun. Mm. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty funny seeing Josh up on the reef for the first time yeah. and just <laughs> it's something different. Just well. the reef flats. Yeah, 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 we yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. It was not super eventful. Um, yeah. We sort of had a bit of time. We ran up there and then the tide started pushing hard and I was like, look, if we want to go do the GT stuff, we need to get there now yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so we pushed up onto the reef flats and then we were sort of cruising out. <laughs> cruising out off the reef flats and um, Josh couldn't help himself but throw his big setup. We were So we were up on the shallow flats and Josh cast from the shallows over into oh, the deep no. water. Yeah, what did that for? I don't know. <laughs> he just like, wanted no, to cast his rod. Like, there was a wind on road, like, fuck the leader on that 5,000 setup. Yeah, and that's I right. I was tying it up, and you guys were like, ooh, there's trout, there's trout, there's trout. I'm like, fuck, put this shit down. Yeah. And, yeah, we are cruising out, and it was just like, there was a deep, like, opening in the reef. Yeah. And for some reason, yeah, we were inside and motoring out, and I was like, I'll just put a cast over there. Mm. 
fucking got monstered. Big Proper G. Reached, oh, yeah, I just, just. I just got hosed. Like. Yeah, and that's the thing. I the, the problem was I was trying to get us out yeah. so that we were pulling it off the reef, yeah. not onto the reef. It was like proper like. But it was all too. Spool, like, <laughs> yeah. It all happened too quickly. Large. It and it was way up on the flat. And yeah. yeah. Big banger, you reckon? It must know. have been. Yeah. I'm be pretty like, pretty confident yeah, it, was it was just, a banger. Yeah, that reef looks like it's good for them too. Mm. The, the very mm. first cast I had with a sticky for the day, like we'd done a little bit of That's live it. stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and it seemed like a, must have been a long time or something, mm. on the edge of the reef, and it had like either chased something or something chased it. And I looked at Pete and Will and I was like, oh, I'm going to throw a sticky in that. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. So from the back of the boat, I've launched a sticky, and I reckon I had two sweeps, and we were all looking at it. And I said to him, imagine if a Spanish came up and ate this. I don't think I got the words out of my mouth and a red bass is flying out of the reef nailed this thing. Yep. And I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah. They go hard, eh? Because that was, that was something I wanted. Like, yeah. I yeah. Josh came up. He wanted bucket list. It was red bass. Yeah. GT. Yeah, I wanted a banger. And a spango. Yeah, that's right. Banger bass and spango. Like. Yeah. A reef flat spango. Yeah. Mm. They go hard, man. All of those, like, like long nose are probably the ones the most hectic that I've experienced because yep. they're just big, man, and they go so hard on the flats. They're heaps fun chasing them in like two metres of water on Barra Gear, eh? Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, mm. like really light spin shit. Yeah. That's fucking That's really what fun. I'm used to with the flats. Yeah, we, we push up mm. 4,000 size. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You, you got a couple of like red throat and stuff. Yeah. Like, like Western swims and stuff. That was cool mm. to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty sick right up on the reef flats. Mm. Do you... um? Did you get any big Spanish or any big GTs? Decent GTs? Not big. Like they were, for, for someone that hadn't done it before, yeah. like they were, yeah. to see like six or eight fish fly out of the reef. Yeah. Like, the thing was consistency as well. Every, every we just hit Fusey School after Fusey School and every school, yeah. it was either a Spanish or a GT. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I wanted as well for, for Josh to just be like, what the hell is going we, on? Like, with it, this? it was, yeah. we were like, we were slinging hooks out of Spanish beside the boat and just like, get out of here. Like, we didn't want to deal with you. Yeah. It was like... I don't blame you either. Fucking slime everywhere. Man, blood man. everywhere. Like on the coast, you'd catch that and you'd be like, your year would be made. Yeah, yeah right. Spanish on top water. on top water down there and it's just yeah. like, you're buzzing for the next three weeks. We were literally shaking these things off boats so you can get away. Like, yeah. Just, oh, I just want to put another cast out. I just want another blow off. Like, yep. Did you do any deep dropping? No. Like deep, deep? Not 20 meters. Yeah. No, just trout. Deep deep yeah. Yeah. Didn't really have any ground for that. Yeah. That reef is so good to dive to. It's so nice to dive. There's so much going on there, eh? And I've only just scratched the surface like Rennie and that's pretty savvy with it. And, um, excuse me. That's where I went to dive recently. Yeah. 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 You just done all right, didn't you? Yeah, all right. I think I got, I got... Three trout and two red throat. Mm. There's a lot of red Nothing throat on that, man. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of red throat on that. And, like, because it's full of that, uh, it's full of stag, yeah. coral, and red throat love that shit, eh? Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've always found them there. Yeah. I yeah, shot a friggin', I poked, and I don't know what happened, man. I don't know if the flopper didn't engage and the shaft come back out of the biggest passion fruit trout that I've ever seen. True. Yeah, and James went down trying to dig it out of the coral for me. Like, it was... It was a donkey, man. It like I shot it fair in the gill plate, and <clears throat> it was like point blank, and it was like was I don't know, man. It 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 either didn't penetrate, which is I find is weird because I had a one ten roller, wound up pretty hard, or it went in and the flopper didn't engage and it just fell back out again when it turned, and it just fell out. I was sad, very sad. 
Yeah. yeah. What an asshole of a day that day, actually. Mm. But yeah, we put some Ks in. We went out to that reef yeah. and then yeah. fished yeah. there for a bit. And Even the reef, was it? No, it wasn't the reef we slept on, but we got those other GTs in the morning, was it? It was close by, but yeah. it wasn't the exact reef. That Even we slept that was on. crazy. Like, we'd, we'd spent the first day, like, we were looking for pressure edges and, like, we'd sort of, we'd done really well there. Like, the ones we fed yep. in the morning and then moved around a couple of others and caught plenty of fish. But even when we walked up on that next reef and we're throwing plastics around, we're getting red throat and trout and stuff. Mm. And there was like a little bit of nervous water on the edge of the reef and we were nowhere near anything that was like, it wasn't deep, it wasn't like hectic current or anything like that. Oh, the, Picked up the, the sticky yeah, yeah. again, slung it near the edge of the reef and nearly got pulled out of the back of the boat on the first car. <laughs> so not paying attention, just sweeping the yeah. on like something comes up, whacked a GT like I yeah. that one, put another car in, got one. Got another one that got chomped by a shark that still fought to the boat and swam away. <laughs> moon shaped bite over the bottom of it. Yeah, but, right. Um, yeah, then we're, like, we were still fishing there with plackies and there was Spanish like getting aerial on bait off the front of the boat. Yeah. And I said to the boys, oh, I'll try and get one to come out of the water. Like, so I've thrown a sticky out and just burning on the top. And another GTA down in the middle of the yeah. Spanish. Like, literally, there was no current there, there was nothing. It was mm. just like, yeah. I'd, I'd never witnessed anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was just so consistent. It's just when the reef goes off, it's hectic, hey. Like yeah. there's just you just almost stand there, and you don't even know where to cast. Yeah, yeah. Cool spot. It, it still feels really fresh. Like I like it was that good. That I'm still like anyone that talks to me, I'm like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's some money. Yeah, that's some money. Yeah, yeah. Pro, that was a proper mission. That was so good. And that's something that we've been ever since I moved up to Townsville. Yeah. Josh has been like, yeah. I want to catch GTs. I want to catch GTs. And when I having the tinny, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to get out to the reef as much as I'd like. But now that Dad's boat's at mine at the moment, yeah. You've had the ghetto skiff out the reef. I have, yeah. Ghetto skiff's been to the reef once. <laughs> what a mad lad. You've yeah. got a few fish too, didn't you? We were spearing, yeah. Well, we got a trout and some. And a handful of stuff? Yeah, a couple of trout and um, uh, tusky. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Did you pop out there? Yeah. Coming close to that? Uh, no, we popped around the island. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. What's, um, back on the fly train, what's some northern saltwater species you want to tick off? The, the tusky's been brought up, but it's like, yeah. it's up there, I think, more so for the fact that I just want to see it on the mm. floor of the boat and just give it the big... That's of the yeah. run it's around. Been, it's been like a couple of years into that. Because mm. you've like, been trying to give them a nudge, eh? Yeah. Both years have. Yeah, yeah. we've just, yeah, just got unlucky with them. But I think it's probably... The top, like, yeah, it's, it's top of the list. Like, I definitely have an interest in permit, but yeah, yeah the like a tusky's definitely like yeah. higher on the list for me. Though. I don't know why, like, just cool. And, I love them, man. Because you like, especially like talking to you, like, you froth them so hard, like, yeah, like build them up as well. Like, and people, yeah. like, anyone you talk to that's caught them, yeah, they're, like, they're my favorite, they're man. Super cool, yeah, they're my favorite, especially like just like you see a school of permit, it's a school of fish, whereas you up on this like half darkish browny sort of flat and then there's this fluorescent blue thing just there just one. and there's always just one of them mm. nor oh, there's sometimes there's two and they're normally surrounded by those other little brown motherfuckers that take you <laughs> take you, you oh yeah. um but yeah they're just epic to watch man especially when they're feeding and they just like they're so aggressive they're yeah. so blue though yeah like the, like you say like on a like brown base and you've just got it's like electric blue thing yeah yeah yeah, they fight hard. They're in tough country. They fight dirty. Like everything about them is just epic. Like you can you could chase permit if you wanted to. I reckon 
on like a six weight. Yep. If you could cast in the wind and, and you could cast crabs with it properly, you could chase permit on whatever you want because there's almost nowhere for them to go. Yeah. Um, whereas tuskies, man, 10 weight minimum and you've got to bring the hurt. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, you've got to really sort of pull them up. Otherwise, they end up like where I've chased them south of here, there's like, it's like coral rubble flats or coffee rock flats and it goes down into deeper water and it's just bombies. Yeah. Just bombies and bombies and bombies. And the last big one that I caught with Mick, um, we caught it and then what happened? Oh, I was getting photos with it and it shot out of my hands, um, still connected to the fly rod and it went under a rock. I had to jump in, <laughs> swim and get it out get from under there. Time. Yeah, twice. Twice. I got it back to the boat and then it took off again and went underneath and I had to get it out twice. Yeah. And it was it was big. It was like somewhere between 65 and 70 centimetres. Yeah, right. Like a pig of a thing, and it didn't even, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They are cool fish. Where yeah. are you at? Super high up on the bucket list. Like, What's that? Where are you at? What is it? Permanent tusky that's higher on the list. I think for me, it's got to be permanent because that's what I put the most time in on. But like, it's very, very close. I would be super stoked with either. Yeah, we've we put some time in on the on the tuskies, but I put mm. a lot more time in. So like solo and stuff. How'd you just go that big that week that you chased them? Run us through the week roughly. Like you just went. Because you were flying blind, weren't you? Yeah, new ground, fresh yeah. ground. Neither of us had ever even launched a boat from there. We'd had a yeah, hadn't launched a boat from there. We had a bit of like we'd watched a bit of shit on YouTube and like as you do, you watch something, you jump on maps and you try and like, yeah. a couple of this Yeah, for, we were confident that there was fish where we were going. Mm. Yeah. So we had a, like a basic idea of like an area that. Because yep. I think it was going to be alright. Um, Wind was horrible. Man. Yeah, we saw that big GT on the flat. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, one of the first days we rolled up on a flat, which we were like pretty confident on that we'd find some fish. Yeah, and again, it was all sus and tides. Like you can be in the right location, but if you're not the right tide, the fish aren't there. So it was time on the water. I think we spent the first day pretty much just sus and tides. Yeah. But yeah, rolled up onto the flat, and this. GT man, like and it was a good sized fish. Like, what, 18 kilos, something like that. Yeah, mm. it was. It was. It was a big fish for shallow water. Yeah, proper just charged this school of bait fish, literally right in front of the boat. Mm. Like we saw him two times before. Remember, we saw him as he went onto the flat and he came off. Yeah, and then we saw him like tailing. Tail. So like he must have had his head into a rock or something like that, and we've heard it. We was going, oh, Goldie, and then we looked at it and we're like. That's, that's a fucking big goldie. That's a goldie. Yeah. <laughs> and then realized it was a GT. And then, yeah. Yeah, cruised past the front of the boat and attacked this school of bait that was like in a rock. Oh, so it was like eating we too. We could have tapped it with the tip of the rod. And it was head first yeah. in this rock in front of the boat. <laughs> that's wild. There's like the electric motor and a foot to the side of the rock. And this thing is flying in a million miles an hour after a gar or something like that and fucking shoved his head like a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> and just wiggling away trying to get it out. And we're like, you, what you, the fuck's going on here? Yeah. yeah. They're fucked up by that, man. Yeah. Never enter GTs the GTs are fucking wild. Never. And never have it. Man, I, what about <laughs> that fucking one? At, I was like, oh, it's a, we're at Bowen. Will was with us and Tyson. And we're on this flat. And we're looking along this big sand ridge. And um, I could see this. It was glass calm. I could see this V. I'm like, that's a big, big fish, man. I'm like, oh, it's a shark. No, it's a shark. It's a GT. It's a shark. It's a GT. It's a shark. So I got... I had the rod, rod stripped out. Yeah, I had the, it. It's ready to go. Did I have it out already or did I yeah. strip it out then? No, you had it out yeah. ready. Oh, I got ready. And then it got caught in the motherfucking latch yeah. on one of my pelican cases yeah. as it come past. And we by the, finally like saw it and we're like, 
Oh, oh like it is a GT. fifteen to twenty kilo GT. Like it a, is a GT. A big in, dog in meter centimeters of water. Uh, yeah, if that. It was yeah. like proper. Yeah, back was sort of out, shoulders were out of the water, like oh. cruising on the sand yeah. flat. And yeah. then gone to pick up the rod that was already pre-stripped out, ready to go. We've made this Tangled. mistake too many and times. Boom, straight into the, the Yeah, man. I was <laughs> fucking de devo. It was the opportunity to do it. I don't know if it was feeding. It was sort of just moping around, but I feel like you could probably fire it up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it was a missed, missed opportunity. But those fucking things elude me too. I've never gone out and proper targeted them though. And I feel like yeah. you almost can't no. unless you just want to take a 12 weight and donut. Yeah, 364 and days out of 65. Yeah. I think if you want to chase them on the flats, you just got to cover ground. Mm. Yeah. They'll be there, but there's only a few. Yeah. Have all your line in the stripping baskets. Yeah. 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 That's what it needs to be in a bucket or something like that. Yeah. That trip was like, did we, we would have seen a Tusky first day because otherwise we wouldn't have gone back out. Oh yeah. 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 We saw a few fish, I think in the first yeah. day. Like we pulled up on a, a big, like a big flat. Where we saw that GT and we didn't see a tusky and we covered like a fair like we covered a fair amount of the flat. Yeah. Um, and then there was just this one little beach man, and every time we came onto it, there was at least a big tusky. Yeah. A couple of times we saw two, mm. but they were like probably like that like yep. high sixty sort of size. Yeah. They were just the ones on the beaches never seemed to do any good hey like even when i was with mick in central queensland chasing them we saw a few on this on this beach a few times and over a couple of days and it wasn't they were like off you proper off everything mm -hmm. they were just sort of either just chilling out doing nothing or they were cruising along and real spooky or whatever yeah they were hugging the bank hey like yeah, yeah. these fish were up real shallow but like, like from the bank I'd, uh, yeah we just could not do anything mm. right we downsized leaders we downsized flies like we just were trying to be as finesse as possible. Yeah. Leading them by as far as possible. And the fly would hit the water and the fish would leave. Mm. Not even come in for a sniff. Mm. No, it was like first time. And then like when we went back on them again, like the second day, or even like we'd do a loop around, you'd go and have a look somewhere else and you'd come back to there. Like yeah. you'd come back and you would get your fly rod in the air. Gone. Yeah. It was just like we yeah. could not. They're like that. Them. They're like that on the palms. On the palms, I've chased them. I saw like 15 on a flat, like in not a, not one, but consecutively saw 15 over the course of a morning on a tide on the mm. flat. And you could not, as soon as your line touched the water and I was casting, like it got to the point where I was casting like five meters off the fish trying to pick a path. And as soon as my fly line touched the water, didn't even want to look at it. Like they must just get heckled so bad. And, super kid. Mm. And they're super residential too. Like yeah. they're not like permit and stuff yeah. that tra yeah, tra tra travel like, flat. yeah. Yeah, they're fucking, they're awesome. You know what? Um, what about what about the flat down south that we found? Oh, the one that we on the, knew. Yeah, the first ever time we ever fished. It was too. It was, it was too. Yeah. That flat this is, still. This is the stories of the Goldie Flats. The, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And the permit, like two permit smacking bait fish on top water. Yeah. On the flat. It was weird. Yeah, like white bait. But that was funny. That was wild. We weren't even planning on doing a flats mission. Nah. We were just driving and we were like, wow, it's not very cloudy here like it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. It's also not very windy here like it was supposed to be. Mm. We're on our way We're, we're on like, our way to Fish, fish Barra in a dam. Yeah. No, was it on the way back or no, down? we were on the way down mm. to Fish Barra, yeah. That's right. And um, we were like, well, we've got a box of flats flies in mm. there. Like, yeah, we took all our saltwater gear just in case. Give it a crack. And we're yeah. like, what do we do? We pull in. Google Earth, Queensland Globe, no, yep. normal, normal, same same scenario. Yeah. Launched Shout and figured out it out. Globe. 
if anyone yeah. Yeah. here hasn't used it, yeah, get on it. Even so. if you're in um, other states, I'm not sure about the down south states, but I used to use it um, in the territory. Yeah, right. It wasn't as high res as the Queensland stuff, but you'd still get better res in the territory satellite images than you would on Queensland um, on the Google Earth. Yeah, it's just yeah. like Australia wide. Like, yeah, the mm. maps are still like better than Google mm. Maps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Queensland stuff's epic. Like, it's super deep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that flat was wild, man. We went um, – and, and the wind played the perfect part. Like, the, the flat was running – was it running out or pushing in? It was running out. Running out. It was running out, but the wind was pushing us up, and it was like a parallel channel along the coast that was blocked by a big sandbar, and we were getting just pushed up this basically big gutter. Yeah. And the, it was blowing, like, nor'easters. I think it would, it would have been summer, so it was blowing nor'easters. Yeah. Yeah. And it was blowing nor'easters and the nor'easters were pushing us up against the current, um, up the creek sideways. So I was on the bow, Will was on the um on the stern and we both could cast perfectly. Like yeah. in not in each one either's road. Yeah. And then the nor'easters was were blocked by the sandbar. So all the all the the slop and shit kept it, was, it clean yeah. as like it was and we were just drifting. Yeah. Basically just drifting up this flat. And we, as soon as we rolled onto the flat, we saw two GTs. Yeah, classic. You hooked one. No, oh, I hooked you, a golden. Yeah, you hooked a golden straight away. We saw two GTs. Not and lost it. <laughs> yeah, we saw two GTs. Chuck crabs at them because we didn't have a GT rod stripped out. Another dumb fucking thing. And they were like half wigging out because they were like they could hear. They must have heard the crabs plop or something, and they were like peeking around. They weren't small. They were like ten pluses. Yeah. And they were like half like sus, like looking angry, and then just. Fucked off. Saw a couple of queenies or one or two queenies and then two or three goldens come in and we'll hook one straight up like within five minutes of being there and snapped off. Yeah. And then we like half figured out how the flat was going to run, started drifting and then there was just school of goldens, school of goldens, school of goldens, school of goldens. Two anak permit, like this white bait school was just getting busted up in like a metre of water and two anak permit were like following around, chewing it like wild. And then- School of Goldens, School of Goldens, School of Goldens. And then this, remember that fucking big attic? Yeah, that yeah, big solo. Yeah, yeah, and he was like moving like a GT fast as, like a, it was massive, massive. Had the whole last of the run out tied there um, and then got belted on the way home. Yeah, yeah, we got. <laughs> but worth it, was way worth it. And we haven't been back no, and we've been no. threatening to go back for so long. Yeah. The most, still to this day, the most epic visual like not not catching fish but visual session we had but we were mucking around taking photos and stuff and yeah i reckon if we fished i reckon golden she could fish heavier leader and if we did fish heavier leader we could have turned over 10 fish i reckon probably not 10 but like yeah at least five or six yeah. and like and not take any photos you could have just been rolling up the flat just smacking goldens man they were everywhere mm. they were everywhere yeah that was that was wild that was yeah mr mr barrow on the dam yeah Popped a popped a big weedless bend back on his nose. Still to this day, the best cast I've ever done. Peach. Yeah, it was it was peach. It was peach. <laughs> it was peach. But me taking my tension up, wiggled the fly, and it ate when I wasn't ready. Yeah. Because it was so close to the frigging fish. Trout strike. Yeah, scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I wasn't ready. eh? I was not ready. I was only just picking tension up. I was like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. This big. Is how it doesn't matter how much fly fishing you do, like. Yep. It's still mm. like. When something goes wrong, like the instinct is just trout strike. Yeah, <laughs> so, like you can yep. do stacks and stacks of it. Like 
mm-hmm. practice. And, and you see something that weaves you out and it's just that instant. Yep. Like, it's almost like you need to not do a conventional tackle to be even a yeah. chance of not yeah. trout striking ever. Just, just I wonder if it's just the, the conventional tackle like instinct mm. yeah. set the hooks. Mm. But then you'd go and do a season of trout and then come home and just trout strike everything anyway. Yeah. You'd get over there and you'd be like, Watching strip set, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I reckon for me, it's gonna have to be a local permit, it's gonna have to be the big one for me, yeah, yeah. Local well, you've permit. done Tuskies, yeah. I still love them. I still reckon, yeah. I, I reckon, like, once I tick off a few local permit, like, and it's only a matter of time, yeah, and then I reckon, like, just. Tuskies are probably priority because I just love them so much. I love the flats that they're on. Yeah, Tuskies are cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead set on one. I really, really want yeah, one. But you'll get one. Just those permit. I need to tick them off. They're yeah. piss me off. Especially we put in the time. Yeah, we've done some bloody hours on that flat. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen. Mm. What um, put sorry. Old stick face on there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Um, Christmas time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's on stick face on flies is definitely on the list. Yeah. yeah. What um should tell us about that. Actually, yes. Fuck. That's we definitely need to know about that. That was a bit of a wild one. That was a lucky one. That was like that was a very good guide. Yeah. Actually. Like you got to put ninety nine percent of that down to guiding ability and just lucky angler on the day. Still though. Um, yeah. So we're talking. We set the scene. So explain what it is for people who wouldn't know. Oh. It's pretty well known where it is, but like yeah. Harvey Bay gets a good run of. I get listeners from like Slovakia and shit though. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Shout out Slovakia. Southeast Queensland. <laughs> yeah, Harvey Bay get a pretty good run of like juvenile black marlin most years, or pretty well every year. Um, and it's one of the only places in the world, if not the only place in the world, I don't know, where they come up onto the flat. So yeah, why is that? Can we can we break that down because there's multiple theories around it. No idea. I've heard theories, but no idea. I've heard it's it. It's just water current, like the way that it works, the way that Harvey Bay is shaped. Yeah. And the fact that the it fish catches run, them. Yeah, the fish will run along like the brake sea and that sort of stuff. And then it's, it's a pretty easy break off if you're coming along the brake sea to go left or right. Mm. And then like that warm water continues yeah. to funnel down into there. And you got a little bit too far right and you end up in that fraser, like that big that yeah, top of Harvey shoot. Bay f- yeah, exactly. fish bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at like rip charts and that mm. sort of stuff, you see where that warm water runs. It literally mm. hits rooms and can like mm. warp in as far as Wathumba mm. and then come back out. So, yeah. And there's shit tons of bait in there that time of year too, oh, dude, which is probably sure. half the reason. Wild, like, Maybe they do deliberately just go in there. Yeah. I've got a, we've got a video of when I'm hooked up to the marlin and the marlin's in the air. There's a dolphin in the air behind it and a whale, like with half its back out of the water, like literally in a line. What the fuck? Yeah. It's stupid. Like tuna, mm. um, like big queens, all that sort of stuff. Like there's heaps of that sort of stuff up there. But yeah, got super lucky. Like I say, had a good guide. But weather was good. Fire the fucking fire. <laughs> um, weather was good. And yeah, we got up and like chose the guide that I was with. was like He's a, was He like, seems like a real good dude, eh? Yeah, he is. Yeah, real good dude. Really good to be in a boat with like yeah. very, very good operator. And yeah, it's like a, a fun time to boat. Yep. Um, yeah, like he, I sort of said to him, like I'd really like to do a bit of like dollies on the flat stuff, being a little bit more local to home, and like it's not, I don't have to come to Townsville, can yeah. sort of potentially yep. crack out of closer to home. And he was like, man, I think we can get you a mile. I'm like, I think a mile is doable, like to sight cast one. So you're the guy, like that's what you reckon, let's rock and roll with it. Mm-hmm. We shot up the island and we did a couple of laps. We didn't really, we weren't buzzing on for too long. Like you just sort of poke along and we didn't want to tease a fish up. Like we mm-hmm. really wanted to see one and like cast Shot it, yep. Um, so yeah, we sort of cruised up and down the island a couple of times and we didn't see anything 
went around the corner to try to play with some queenies and they were sort of there but like only ones and twos so it was hard mm. to them up we've come back around the corner and first pass down the beach and Chos has gone he's standing up on the console and he's gone there's a marlin and I'm sort of looking 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 and the things come past the front of the boat to the point that I've seen it and I reckon oh, the cast wouldn't have been 10 or 12 foot I think mm. like literally slung a fly in front of it it's turned around ate it and all I remember it's like all I remember saying to Chos is holy fuck it ate it and the next thing this thing's jumping at the boat he's yelling keep tight and just got this thing buried in reverse like trying to keep away from it because the thing's trying to yeah. get Finally turned around, it ran, cleared fire line, cleared a heap of backing. And oh, then, how good is the feeling when you get back on the reel, yeah. man? Oh. oh, I was stressing. <laughs> I seen, like on the way up, we'd seen a big tiger and like a, a small great white on like, yeah. the edge of the flat. And I'm thinking, oh, tomorrow, like there's surely they're not going to bother it. And it ran out of deep water and Chos goes, yeah, you're probably going to want to turn him around soon. The sharks will get him. And I was like, oh, you don't tell me that, man. Like I can't hook this thing and have it get eaten. Like, yeah. yeah. He's soul destroying. Um, but yeah, it was, like it just got lucky, like line cleared. Got him back, done. Man, that sounds fucking epic. I'd love to do that, eh? It was wild. That's on the list. Yeah. yeah I still remember you sending the photo through and I was like, you fucking what? Yeah. I think you called me, actually. Yeah, I think I did. I would have on the way home. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so was, good, man. That was crazy. Just like I say, I was very lucky to be with like, like that everything lined up weather-wise and that sort of stuff and you got to do like that. The nose at like, the back of your Yeah. Yeah. To be able to do it, like not to tease on or anything like that, like get a legit one that was swimming the flat and Man, the cast to it. That's yeah. the purest way you could possibly get a marlin, I feel. Or like a billfish of any description. That's the purest possible way you get it. That's the purest possible way you get any fish on fly, I assume. But um, like a billfish, which is like yeah. the main way people get them are switching yeah. teasers and, and skip baits and stuff like that. Yeah. And deeper yeah, so water. It was like, he was, was a good fish too. It wasn't like a... Obviously, it's little for marlin spec, but mm. it wasn't. Like You're on a 12 weight? You're on a 12 weight? 11. 11, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, so good, man. Yeah. That's epic. That's definitely on the list. Yeah, very, very cool. What, um, let's go tips, top tips that you found out the hard way with fly. Can be like a knot, a fly, a theory, a concept, a fucking method. I don't go don't overcomplicate. I don't know if that's a fan of the hard way, but like, like when you get into it, like, and everybody does it, man. You pick up a fly and you fucking balls deep like that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like you are fucking doing so everything. Yep. And you're looking at 15 foot tapered leaders and fucking flies <laughs> do this and flies yeah. do that. Like, tie two pieces of fucking fluoro together and go and smash the water. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's as simple as it is, man. Like, yep. Don't get caught up in the, super technical side of it like well it might be necessary for. do you think that's just later on that's refinement of the craft rather than the necessity i think it's like that sort of stuff's necessary for trout yeah like, when we did that in new zealand like it was we tried fishing with nine mm. meters and they were like, basically giving you the big fuck you from under the mm. water you extend out to a 14 foot leader and you got fish coming to look and then you start to catch fish and that sort of stuff i think those sort of pressure systems mm. clear water it makes a difference and you're so finesse with that yeah I mean, if you're like, even if you're just starting to get in saltwater stuff, like get like a piece, two pieces of leader that are four and a half foot long, five foot long, mm. like 24, like if you want to fish a 20 pound leader, get a piece of 40 and a piece of 20. Yeah. Yeah. Tie the two together, boom. Like don't overcomplicate it. Go and fish it. Like if you've been fishing lures, like most people do come into fly fishing. Yep. Think about it like your little fishing man. Find a, a, a fly that sinks 
and you're hopping off the bottom for flathead. Like, yeah. yeah. Find similar shit like that. Find stuff you would do with lures that you can do with fly, mm -hmm. and the two match up pretty easily. Like, it's very easy to go there and, like, and overcomplicate, put so much on. And you end up pushing, putting pressure on yourself doing that too. Like, mm -hmm. arm on knots ride. Have I got yeah. enough? Like, this lead has got six fucking sections. Yeah. Like, right. and I feel like saltwater fly is one of them ones where it doesn't have to be that finesse. No way. I feel like, like, like goldens are one thing. Like, they. F they're hard to they're not hard to land they just take a long time to land and they die quick <clears throat> yeah. so I found out the hard way <laughs> I found out the hard way um, uh, they die quickly so like I wonder with those because they're such a reactive fish that you couldn't run 40 pound or you could probably give them more hurt on the 20 that we chase them on but um, I feel like you could probably run a heavier leader and just, and just get them in same yeah. with tuskies too like I feel like probably you could run like I run 20 and you could probably run 20 and you'd probably get more eats, but also you could probably run 40 and you'd get the ones that are eating and they wouldn't yeah. give a fuck yeah. and you're more chance of landing them. Yeah. You're still going to spook the spooky ones, but the ones yeah. that are still going to down, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to touch on that, the fact that you said that, you know, like don't overcomplicate things. And I think it touches on on something that we, we discussed last time I was back and we were chasing carp was the whole fuck like yeah. – <laughs> carp was the whole respect like the progression because yeah, nowadays sure. as well when with instagram and yeah. youtube and social media you've got these guys like coming into fishing which is a very progression-based sport like and they come into it thinking you know like oh if i'm fishing i need to be chasing i need to be chasing gts on top water or i need to be you know smacking sunny coast jack which is which is you know a, t a tough task like and that's the thing with all of these social medias and youtubes that you you come in with this mindset that these top notch like hard to catch fish are, are fishing and people are coming in and just not enjoying the progression of mm. fishing you know yeah. like we were talking about grassroots and all that sort yeah. of stuff before like enjoy the you know i for me lure fishing i started chasing brim sorry wade um and <laughs> <laughs> and it's but it's that that's the progression like chasing yeah. brim on top water and like mm. and then moving up to you know flathead and then i wanted to chase bash and mm. bass in the freshwater mm. systems and all that sort of stuff it's the exact same with that's, fly fishing yeah start off simple you don't even have to run tapered leaders man i started off just single pieces of leader mm. yes single yeah. piece of leader and go fish for flathead like you would normally yeah go chase flathead 100 yeah. percent. that barrow i got on the coast Mm. Like that one I got on fly on the coast yep. was on, on a six foot long piece of 20 pound leader. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. There was no tapered shit. There was nothing. It was on a little fight like craft firm, you know. And like those things are, can be as picky as on their day. Yeah. Like it was on a, a single piece of 20 pound. Like mm. You don't need to get fruity with it at all. Nah, you don't. And like it, it's all refinement. Like you say, it's the process. It's yeah, it's refinement as you go. Get Just start. It's yeah. the same yeah. with... um getting off topic but same with business same with anything that you don't understand is like the hardest part of all of it is starting mm. don't overthink it just start and you'll figure the rest out and i think um like people don't a lot of people don't respect like a lot of people want you to just share info on spots methods all that sort of stuff and i'm happy to do it most of the time but people don't realize or give you the respect that like i my oldest memory is fishing like I've fished to get to where I am now in my fishing, say fishing career or whatever you want to call it. I've fished since I was three years old. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I pretty much have fished my entire life. There was very rarely a time where I didn't or wasn't thinking about it or looking at it or reading about it or watching it. Yeah. Like my entire life has been fishing. That, and that comes back to Will's thing of like people see it online mm. and they go and they go, Barrows, like I've got to catch a barrow. That's, mm. that's where they start. Mm. And like you would have started catch like fishing, or you fishing bait for your yellow belly and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now you living in North Queensland, man, like on the grind for like a permit here. Like mm. there's a fuckload mm. of time between like yeah, and I came for yellow belly and here. Hundred percent. Like you haven't picked it up and gone spending a thousand bob, mm. two thousand dollars on a fly combo. I'm chasing permit. Like I'm hundred percent. Like, I am. Um, I moved here and I was chasing barra on live mullet. I had 10, 12 foot, I had like three different cast nets for different situations and I was chasing <laughs> them on like hand lines and, <clears throat> and like um, Abu Garcia, like 5,600 C4s with the ratchet, like live live mullet for Barra. That was me, Barra and Jackson, shit like that. No, and I post I, that on the, on the YouTubes. <laughs> and I, I still to this day enjoy backing up to a snag and throwing liveies in, the, in a snag chasing Barra and just sitting down having beer with mates. Um, yeah. But- I hardly chase bar anymore. I hardly chase them. I don't have a large interest in them unless they're quite large, large bar. And I still, I don't have the time to commit. Like I was saying to you off air, it was like to get big bar consistently, you have to commit to just big bar in just an area and work and work really, really hard to get consistent at them. Um, but yeah, I hardly chase bar anymore. And I, I mostly chase fly species and, and spearfish. Yeah, my two probably big things, and I don't know if it'll be a phase or it'll be long term or what. But the the bobbin for yellow belly got me to yeah, chase right. permit on fly, and people don't respect that enough. Like I feel like if like I very rarely ever ask someone for a spot unless I'm in a pinch where like, hey man, I've got a mate coming up for this weather window. I don't have any marks or methods for this place, or I'm going to this place. I'm only here for a few days, or or can you recommend a guide or can you can you get throw me a couple of bones? I don't want I'd rather figure it out myself, but can you just give me a pointer of like yeah, just starting group. Yeah. Starting what group. give me give me like the five top lures to use and I'll figure the rest out. Like yeah. Yeah. that's different to saying, Oh, give me a spot, how do you fish it? Yeah, straight up, where'd you get it? Yeah. yeah. If people understood the work that went in to it to get to where you got to, they wouldn't ask. Yeah. Is my opinion. Yeah. I feel. And, and I think they're not they're not doing themselves a favor as well when it comes to you you're missing out on the the learning experience and like the fun that you have trying to work it out yeah you're also yeah. hindering yourself you're missing out on like like I said like I could have moved up here five years ago I wanted to catch a permit I could have got a guide and had I could be the position that I am now five years ago mm. and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing but like I've spent so much time on the water and I feel like I've learned so much about fly fishing and, and the area and the flats and the, you know, all mm. that sort of stuff just from spending time on the water. And I haven't caught a permit yet, but mm. it's going to happen yeah. and I'm, I'm very yeah. confident of it. But. And people don't um, appreciate the fact that like, yeah, it's shit when you're there. Like barrows, like barrows are grind, consistent big barrows are grind. Mm. And there's a lot of donuts and there's a lot of like standing there in the fucking heat on a cast deck casting at barra that won't eat like it and that's a constant thing and it wears you down and you get upset about it and you hate it and all that sudden but then next weekend you're back there anyway mm. but um i lost my train of thought then um the people don't appreciate the the time you spend on the water like the amount of sunrises that you see mm. the wildlife 
the how healthy it is for your mental, like hanging out with your friends, telling stories. Like there's memories there that like some of my fondest memories of, of fishing are with mates that uh, we had shit trips, caught one or two fish, but yeah. I still remember them like yesterday because I had a fat time just being there and being a part of it. Yeah. And I think if your goal is to catch the fish, it'll happen if you're committed to the process. And I think that's the same with everything in life. Getting real philosophical now. But like yeah. um, I feel like it is. Like I feel like if, you, if you're consistent and you commit to the long-term goal but don't try and go from the start straight to the end yeah. and just keep adding like the permit we're trying to work out. Like every time we go there, we don't catch anything. It's not like it's frustrating but it's not disheartening. Yeah. Like we go, fuck, we've gotten closer. Like that day, the other day where we, we just found this, like there was a sister school. It was a most cloudy dog shit day. To yeah. be you wouldn't chase permanent on it. You're an idiot if you're chasing permanent on it. Cloudy dog shit day and we're like, is that a moon? Yeah. Looked over and there's like a school of I don't know how many, 20 at least. 20, yeah. 20 permit just mucking around us, doing circles. Didn't catch that, any of them. Yeah. But we found them and that was the first time we found them on the flat. Like yeah. proper, yeah. So we're like, man, that's that's three quarters of the battle done now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's exciting. It's I think so. Another one, for, another one for like a tip if you're picking it up, like a tip if you're mm. starting fly fishing, is like practice on the water. Like yeah, so yeah. much time practicing in the park and stuff like that yeah. just because like it was new and like you learned cast and that sort of stuff or you, and you yeah. do it and it's good it's good to initial stage it is to but it puts you in bad habits too like you do it when the weather's good yeah and you right. do it without yeah. any like you do it without any outside like without any wind or anything mm. like that or you just got a piece of leader tied on yep Yeah. and you might be coming in I'm shooting this thing 80 feet and I'm loud like I'm mm. that leader you're <laughs> fly with a little bit of weight and a little bit of wind yep. like over the shoulder or something like that whole yep. thing goes to shit and then you put mm. yourself in that position where man I'm fucking good in the park like yeah. I can put that thing I can hit that magpie nine times out of ten and the tenth time it's only an inch away yep. and then you put yourself on the water mm. you know it yep chucking it tangled all that sort of stuff like mm. go down even if, even if it's got a clouds when you just bang the bottom mm. Like go down, it teaches you stuff, teaches you stuff mm. about setting hooks, fighting fish. Like, yeah, line mm. control is a big yeah, thing. As well. Yeah, yeah. Like line control in the wind. Walking yep. on the beach somewhere. Like, yeah. Simple things like, um, yeah, like uh, to reference your point, chucking crabs, excuse me, fly casting crabs into the wind yeah. on a boat is yeah. completely different to, to casting in a park. Yeah. And um, like a simple thing like to value add and a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people do it or don't do it, I'm not real sure, but i seen a reel where a lady, I can't remember if April Vokey shared it or what, it was a lady um, on one of the fly fishing platforms that I follow on Instagram, shared a reel about when you strip your line out the first time, you, f you cast it all out and then re-strip it back in. Because if you strip it straight out, it's upside down. So the top line's line. So yeah, yeah. yeah you, your line's the line casting's on top, so it'll actually fly. Yeah, out. it's 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 a simple thing, but you pick up five five foot, six foot, yeah. and that five or six foot might be the difference. Mm. And that's those percentage improvements that you need to work on after you start. Yeah, it's weird, eh? It's a fucking and that's I think that in my brain because I've fished for so long. I automatically process those things and, and can and and think practically about like those percentage changes. Whereas if you just start and you expect to go and like I'm in the location where these big barra are, for example, yeah. and I'm I'm here and I'm I'm 
I'm doing, I'm using this lure that this that this bloke said to use, or I got this lure off one of these guys on Instagram recommended it. And, <clears throat> and then you go there and you're like half cocked, and you don't realize you're half cocked, and then you just you you fail or you hook a big barra and you have gear failure or something, and then you dishearten and you want to quit. Yeah, it's either it, that's the turning point where you go like, right, I am I committing to this? This is like most and most people will go like fucking balls deep now. I've seen a big barra eat and jump like I'm in. Yeah. Other people will be like, oh, this is fucking too hard. I'm out. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. It's the way it goes. It's a it's a diehard sport, really. You've got to be committed, I mm. think. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I respect about a lot of the fishermen mm. is that no one has it easy. Like, yeah. it's just, you've got to, mm. you you look at logic. Good, you've got to put some time Fuck in. Fuck yeah. Proper respect for a lot of the fishermen mm. out there that like. Especially guides, man. Guides, I've got mad respect yeah, for guides. that's it. And you look at it logically and you try and, t- you try and explain fishing to someone who doesn't fish. Sports <laughs> fishing or fly fishing, let's try and explain yeah, that. So, fly fishing is a whole yeah. different story. Right, man. I'm I'm going out in my my situation, seventy to ninety grand boat, and I'm filling up full of fuel, and I'm going to go run down the coast. <laughs> Coming home with nothing. Yeah, yeah. With nothing but smiles. Like yeah. I'm going to run down the coast, and I'm going to burn a hundred liters of fuel at two dollars, whatever the fuck it is a liter, and I'm going to sit there in the sun and stare at the sand in the water and for about the six foot deep, not even that, stare, stare into the water. Get sunburned. For, yeah, we get sunburned for 10 or 12 hours. Might Probably won't see anything, man. And if I do see something, I probably won't catch it. But if I do catch it, I'll probably take one photo with it and let it go and that'll probably be the only fish I get all day. And then I'm going to get in my boat and I'm going to drive 100 litres of fuel back up to the, back up to the boat ramp and then I'm going to pull out and then I'm going to drive two hours home. And you get home and you're going to go, how'd you go? You had a great day. Yeah, yeah. and you had an awesome day. And you have, and I'll get off the, the ramp with the same enthusiasm as I did when I when I got on it. And yeah. they'll look at you and go, you're a fucking lunatic. Yeah. 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 That's the thing, mm. yeah. And I think that's the thing with people outside of fishing that, that go, you know, like fishing is catching fish, but it's, it's really not for me. Like, man, like the places that I've been to and the mm. things that I've seen, the trips that I've mm. been on, the friends that I've made, like just yeah. from fishing. Yeah. Like, the, some of the coolest stories, like I said, like, or like you said, sorry, like the, some of the coolest stories, um, I'll start off with like, man, we went down to this place and like mm. we camped in this hut and it was winter time and we had to foil drive to get in there yeah. and oh, it was epic and, you know, like all this sort of stuff. And then they go, oh, did you catch any fish? You go, oh yeah, we caught some fish. Yeah. You know, it's like the, it's a one sentence of the story yeah. where you yeah. go like, oh, it we is. caught some fish. It's like telling people how we slept on the reef. In yeah. Complete glass out. Like, yeah. Like, never seen the ocean so flat, 90 kilometers offshore. And like, that's the bit you start with. Oh, man, we slept on the reef. You should have seen it. Like, mm. like, Epic. Yeah. And, like, oh, how was it? Oh, yeah. Like, the fishing was bullshit, but like, just the experience of being out there and like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. How good the weather was. Yeah. Well, my, my mate that came up from Western Queensland like two or three weeks ago, he, um, he's not, uh, he, he's a solid fisherman, fishing as long as I have too. But um, being out there, you don't get the opportunity to like get real deep into lure or fly or spearing or anything like that. So yeah. he was keen to come up and slay. And I was out of fish in the freezer and um, he was just keen to come up and get into them. So we went out and um, bait fished most of it and I jigged and vibed and we mucked around a bit um, just to try and like fill the esky basically. And it was epic watching him just get bent. We had a, we had a spot we found – a mate of mine um, uh, found some red ground and we were sat up beside him in his boat and he was like 
making coffees and talking shit and we were sat up beside him and there was, there was this bite on moonrise and it was on moonrise and a tide change it just went off tap with reds and nannies like and i've never seen red fishing like it like red emperor everywhere um and just fully he so damo my mate was fishing he'd hook and either get busted off or sharked or he'd get a fish i'd take the rod off him and i'd already have a rod loaded up i'd give him that rod unhook that fish or he'd bust off i'd retie and as he'd hooked that whatever or, or he'd busted off or whatever, I'd just give him another rod and he was fucked. <laughs> and I was so happy that I was just able to just watch him just get and contribute to him just getting fingered the whole time. It was so good. And then like the highlight of my trip for the whole thing was one, hanging out with him. I haven't seen him in ages. And also just um, humpbacks fucking everywhere. I would have seen like 20 humpbacks in a weekend. Yeah. We left on I think Thursday afternoon and um, come back Sunday night. Yeah. And there was just humpbacks all over the place. I got some shots from the drone and just watching them muck around. Like, that was the pinnacle. And I think I burnt – I came home on an oily rag. I had one 20-litre jerry can in the boat, but and my boat holds 220, 230 litres. And I burnt a lot of it, man. <laughs> and it was worth every single penny, and I'd do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that even, like, the fact that you say it with um, humpbacks and stuff like that. Like, I'm – so – people that don't know i study marine biology at jcu i'm doing my phd at the moment but man like people that like are at jcu doing that sort of stuff that would like kill to be out on yeah. the water and see humpback whales in the yeah. wild and stuff like that man shit we drive past like mm. you know dolphins in the hinchinbrook channel mm. and turtles up on the flats and yeah. eagle rays and Platypus on the Mary. Yeah, platypus. Yeah. I've seen platypus like, cruising you know, through. Home, like meaty way. Yeah. And, and they're like, rare as rock and roll oh shit. Oh, God, you've seen a platypus. It's like, you've like, you got to like splash near so they come too close to you and like yeah. scare yeah. the shit out of you when yeah. you're fishing not paying attention. Like, yeah. This is stuff that, that- It's just funny. Like, the yeah. stuff that, yeah, and you definitely take it for granted. Like You do. Like, it's the stuff that you go, oh, yeah, and they're mm. wicked. Like, you love yeah. it, but nobody sees them. Like, yeah. It's cool stuff. Yeah. That's like a, all the good like um, ethical- sustainable bow hunters say it's the same thing like the kill is the most minute part of all of it mm. the the kill is the the, ne the necessity um to taking meat home to feed your family or whatever and and all that there's a whole eating meat sustainability side of it and there's also just the the three or four days in the bush lighting yeah. fires sitting around Look, i think like something about fires like i light a fire every time every chance i get <laughs> and i'm not an i'm not a fire bug or an arsonist i think it's just the most primal thing that we have yeah. i think like our our being like humanity was built around a campfire they're epic humans man the dudes are like proper bow hunt like yeah like you give full credit to like fishermen that are good and like mm. yeah and have honed it but those dudes that bow hunt and like bow hunt well yeah like, that stuff's just wicked to watch or listen to like you listen to podcasts yeah. and stuff where like they're talking to those guys and they're just like like that next level of like in touch yeah. shit and you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, get Cameron Haynes' new book, but get his audio book because he yeah. narrates his own audio book. Good. And it's got Joe Rogan does the forward and um, David Goggins um, does the, what do you call it? Prologue? No. What's the two different ones? The forward, the, the start and the end. Yeah, right. Anyway, they do like a basically character reference. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. I'm not super book fucking savvy. But um, yeah, and Cameron Haynes narrates his own novel. And it's sort of like, it's not, it's bow hunting reference because it shaped a lot of his life, but it's not specifically about bow hunting. And it's, that's a perfect example of how a passion shapes who you are and you, you don't, 
look at the end goal of killing an animal or catching a fish. Yeah. It's not, that's not, that's a, that's a value add more than it is the, the purpose of the, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, that's it's fucking, it's fucking really cool. Um, I want to, we're nearly, nearly at two hours. Well, um, one more, one more story because I want to know about this New Zealand trip that you did. I actually want to know what's going on. Um, New Zealand was just like it was. It was just a holiday. Like my partner and I did a holiday in New Zealand, but obviously, like my kids would be the same. You go somewhere, mm. like you take a rod. There's always like yeah. the underlying agenda. Like <laughs> we went and we we're organising. I said like I'm happy to do whatever you want to do. Like we'll go wherever, do whatever. But I want like a day on the water. Pretty standard for anywhere we go. Like yeah, it's. I would like the fish there. It's somewhere new, haven't been there. Mm. The trout, like I've told you before. What was the game plan? Sorry, 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 you continue. Epic. Like, it was just wild. There was yeah. no real game plan. Like, took a, I took a five weight and a floating line. Um, had a mate that had been over there before and done a little bit, so I sort of bounced off him a few things. Like, mm-hmm. what should I be throwing? And he pointed me in the direction of a dude in a shop over there. Mm-hmm. So go and see him. Like, he'll look you up, show you, like, where you should be and what you should be doing. Um, and we started in Wanaka and went to a lake near there and like went for a cruise around and just sort of found a nice ledge. And the best bit about New Zealand is because you pay these, like we were talking about before, mm. like um, for a fishing license. So then they accommodate so much for anglers. Like mm. you walk through farmland in New Zealand and when you get to a fence, there's a little stepladder that goes over the fence that's supplied <laughs> by New Zealand fishing game. So you don't damage a farmer's fence, but you know that you can walk through. That's so good. Dude, it's phenomenal. Like, it's got, there's three steps either side. It's got a handrail on the top. Like, you just walk straight over. You're not damaging their stuff. Like, you know you're allowed yep. to be there. And you're walking onto these crystal clear, like, magic waters. Now, we started at a lake, had a few shots at fish there, but was only fishing short leaders. Like, yep. I'm saying, like, used to just fishing, like, a nine foot leader, yep. like I would hear. And these things were cluey as because the water was so clear. Um, anyway, jumped on Google Maps, as you do, was sitting, like, where we were staying, and I found just a little river that was just out of town from where we were staying. And I went, oh, well, everyone reckons there's trout everywhere in New Zealand, like they reckon they're rampant. So pulled over, like went for a drive the next day, pulled over on the side of the road. Hadn't caught a trout up till this stage, like at all. And I reckon we walked 15 metres up this little creek, like from a fairly major road mm-hmm. bridge. And I had a tiny little, I think they call them a willow grub. This is like mm-hmm. a little yellow piece of foam on a hook. Mm-hmm. Put a cast down this really man, like it swung through a little brown, came up and ate it. The thing would have been, 12 centimetres long. Yeah. Just standing on the bank, like, giggling, like giggling like a little girl. Like, <laughs> so good, man. This thing's come up, poked his nose out of the water and ate it. That's so good. Probably caught another five fish there and then like quite a nice rainbow. Yeah. Which was really cool. And like I was like absolutely buzzing after that. Um, yep. So I like, had a bit of a bug for it. And so I said to my partner, I was like, I'm going to need another day of this. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll do whatever you want for the next couple of days, but I'd like another day. Um, and then we went to Queenstown and Fish the Matao, mm-hmm. pronounce it, um, and that was really cool. Like the way they set it up over there is like the river's split into what they call beats. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you might rock up, and if there's no car park there, then that means like that's your beat for the day. Mm-hmm. And you go upstream to another sign that literally says like this is the end of your beat, and the next one starts here. So no one's fishing water in front of you. Like up until that yeah. point, someone else has started there and gone up. So you're not fishing water that's been fished yeah. while you're there sort of thing, spooking fish. That's you good. You walk up behind them and stuff. Um, and you had a couple of cracks at really nice fish in there that was either like just refused or cast that spooked them or whatever. Like yep. they're so keen-eyed, it's not funny. And then got lucky with one, like went into the water, saw him rise, 
went back probably 15, 20 metres, came into the water behind him and walked up, knew where he was because he was sort of in line with the tree and he rose as I was getting myself ready, put a cast in, he came up, looked at it, boiled, and I was like, oh no, done, went, oh well, I'll put another cast in there anyway. Flies sort of mending down the river and just see his nose come up out of the water and he's just sucked it down, pulled it tight, jumping and carrying it. Like, it was surreal. That's so good. It was good. so cool. But the water's just like crystal clear. Like I said to you before, it looks like when we went on there, it's like, it looks like the fish are just floating, man, like in the river. Like, you can't see the, the water, water's that clear. so clear. The only reason you know it's water is because your feet are wet. Like That's wild. It's epic. So... Fuck yeah, yeah. You'll froth that when you get there. Yeah, I'm dead keen. I'm going next next Thursday. I'm out. A couple of weeks. Looking forward to it. Cannot fucking wait. Probably be editing over there. Until <laughs> <laughs> you find trout. Until yeah. yeah. I find trout. Yeah. And yeah, too much. Yeah. Well, I reckon that's us. That's two hours worth of yarn. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for your time, boys. And I hope you slay um, at the what's – what is the comp called? Hinchinbrook Fly Fishing Challenge. Challenge. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it is, hey? Australian Fly Fishers. Mm. Dave Hinchinbrook. Dave Bradley's set up, isn't it? Yeah, Australian Fly uh, Fishing Outfitters. Yeah. Was Dave yeah. Bradley's? Oh, was. Yeah. Um, Rod, uh, Rodney, can't remember his last name. Yeah. He bought it off Dave Bradley. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So Dave's, yeah. Yeah. Dave's. In yeah. forecast is? Forecast is ghetto skiffs getting bent. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. That's a positive vibe. <laughs> I like it. I was going to say shitty and windy. But yeah. <laughs> it's going to be shitty and windy, but it might be right we'll have a, Might be right yeah. by the comp. We're going to try to do a bit of free, now, pre-fishing, but yeah, we'll see. We might come good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm keen. It'll be good. Just yeah. good to get away. It's all about the experience, boys. That's all yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is. Right. Thanks, boys. No, thanks for having us.